I know you missed us. It feels so good to be back. This thing of ours, this thing of ours. As always, what's going on, man? Quincy Jones, go. Doc Lesnar in the building. You know what it do. The world's greatest tag team in between those ropes in their studio. And, of course, on these mics in the podcast game, what is going on? Boom. This is the Quincy Jones Show. We're live here at the doctor's office, as you can hear I'm excited, man. I miss y'all. Yeah, I did. I yeah. really did, man. I just uh, just kind of wanted to holler at y'all. A lot of things going on oh, since, yeah. uh, I mean, since a couple weeks. So you Yeah, know. definitely. Last week, we had a beautiful giveaway. Uh, we shout did, out man. to at Podcast uh, Legend Killers yes. as well as uh, all the runner-ups as well. Radical Beaver, what's going on? Well, that's and, good, man. Uh, Anime Nerd yeah, as well out yes. in, uh, I believe, in Florida. That's, He's that's repping, the, man. Yeah, man. We um, did. Yeah, man. That's Beautiful the homie thing. right there. But Beautiful yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. No, great thing. We did that live right as you were taking off to go to New York, sir. I did. For a grand I, slam, which is why we took the week off I, last I, week. I did but, a yeah. thing, and I was walking over there. You know, <laughs> I, I did I did a thing. You know, wore my Eddie Kingston shirt. You know, oh. the world, the world's champion and all that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, yeah. But, you know, I flew over there with the Brody shirt. It was dope because a non-AW fan, when I was checking my bag, was like, that's Brody, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Second, second sentence. Yeah, I don't watch the uh, AW. I'm like, but you know who Brody is. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then this was in LAX. So from New- yeah. Oh, LAX. This was not, not New York. York. Yeah. No, oh. yeah. So I was like, the fact that you know who Brody is and don't even watch or not, you know, made it a point to let nah, me know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But that, that, to me, like I said, I was like, you know, give me them, the, you know, the, the good vibes. I was like, you know, it's been a while since I made, you know, I, I used to fly out all the time. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? nah, but, yeah. We're getting back uh, but, to but, the, but more, the normal. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get on that in a little bit. But you know what, man? Let's get into some news. Yes, sir. Let's get into some news real quick, man. Um, I got a lot of just kind of rapid fire stuff. Nothing too, uh, you know, overly. Extreme. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just a <laughs> lot of moving parts. I mean, uh, you know, it's just ironic because we do have like the. I still they keep calling it the mock draft, but it is it is a mock draft? They got the draft coming up. Yeah. Um. So you know, there's more more than uh in, in one aspect, a lot of pieces on the board being moved and whatnot, but. Uh, let me let me get into it, man, because that, that's not just WWE uh, specific. There's some uh, stuff going on in the industry as well. People looking for homes, people leaving homes to find new homes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you say homes as in promotions? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, You know, one of the things I'll get into right now is because I, I reported on it earlier, uh, but, you know, didn't have a whole lot of information about it. But, uh, you know, I did say Roosh uh, from uh, ROH. Yeah, that's, he, been, that's been up. Yeah, you know, he, right? I, last time I talked about it, uh, he had the knee injury. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Um, so, Basically, more information on how that plays into his contract status and all that stuff. So, um, basically, uh, shout out to uh, Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated. Um, basically said uh, his contract expires in January. So far, they have not talked about a contract renewal. He says oh. he's, he's very grateful to, to ROH. I am also a man of challenges and goals, and I'm open to listening to everyone. Um, but uh, in terms of the contract expiring, it said that because he's going to be no doubt missing, uh, I think, I believe it's six to nine. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, eight to 12. Eight to 12 months uh, following the knee surgery. Gotcha. That by the time he'd be done, like the 
contract would be expired. And Got I think you, he sir. just signed. They were saying he just signed the new um, contract at the start of 2021. I'm not too sure how they do their um, contracts. I know listening to Cornette back in the day was like on a – uh, a, a disclosed amount on a per night basis type of thing. Yeah, that's right. So mm-hmm. I'm not too sure what the and how many how many how many dates, dates or or and, even yeah. how long. Maybe it's not even on a a matter uh, of amount of appearances. It's more of like uh, how many months or I don't even know how it stretches out like that. But um, yeah, he's he's. I mean, it's basically he'll be a free agent in January. He says that. I mean, it's not that he. I don't know if he wants to resign. It just hasn't happened yet. So. You know, there's that. You can take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, in, in the terms of uh, injuries and uh, things going on as well, I think you were telling me uh, before we went on that there was uh, an update on uh, yeah, the machine, uh, Brian Cage. Yeah, kind of surprising because, uh, you know, and I know they've been kind of doing the start-stop thing with the Team Taz, his defection, the FTW title, Starks, Hobbs coming back. It's been, you know, Hook's little involvement. Then you got this thing with CM Punk coming, you know, coming back and forth, which you would think could have maybe – turn into a tag team match per se but i was remember thinking it's weird that cm punk has kind of moved on to team taz when we haven't seen what's going on with cage or at least no finality because every every time he tries to get in there you can't beat stark something happens so turns out i guess in that last match where he did get clocked again with that title in a very similar fashion uh, or ending to an, uh, a match they had prior it turns out he may have um tore his acl pretty bad so bad that it sounds like he's going to be out indefinitely uh so there isn't a concrete timetable just yet sounds like it might be a post-op type of situation where they'll have to you know reconvene uh you know and, and figure out what is the uh, best course of rehabilitation Bullshit. and go from there you know he's so. he's the swolverine he should have that instant healing factor so that should not even be playing any type of issue in this he should just oh i twisted my ankle nope not no more <laughs> well good thing is whenever he comes back whenever uh hager gets him in like a uh, ankle lock or something taz isn't just gonna throw in the towel you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like oh, no. he did because of his bicep that's, you know? that's acl city right there <laughs> yeah, exactly. i don't know that's AC, so. acl atropolis yeah. i don't like that <laughs> but you know i will say this because a lot of people thought just you know with uh the plethora of new faces coming in uh and the healthy athleticism that he would definitely have a place in there a lot of people still want to see cage and kenny go at it well apparently. i mean just uh, just off top, it's like the best bout machine versus the machine. The like, machine. I yeah, mean, yeah. it, it, it kind of writes itself. I mean, obviously, we've been hearing some news of his wife trying to throw oh, him, yeah. you know, his, his name in the hats of sorts. So, I mean, it makes it sense. Is unfortunate he he looks like a star. He was a big star in Impact, and it has been weird how he's been used. Now, I wasn't mad at the pairing with Taz at first, but it obviously wasn't how we thought it would go. And so I think him getting out of the group was right, but that the exit is almost taking as long as, like, his, you know, induction. You know what I'm saying? I mean, True. And the coolest thing he did was be in that match, you know, with, uh, uh, with Sting and all that, which is great. And he could put that, you know, put a hat on, on the rack for that. But other than that, given a title that meant nothing, you know, at this point. So hopefully this rehab, whatever it's going to be, even though it's indefinite, uh, hopefully we'll get updated and uh, he'll, you know, figure out how he wants to come back and just, you know, because they do need a monster. You know, it's also interesting. Timing is everything. Like we talked about the Melissa thing. Yep. But the Canyon uh, yeah. Dark Side of the Ring just opened up, and he had a lot to say. So yeah, which I expected I'm not, I'm not him s- to. saying he's going to reach in his bag and become Mortis when he comes back, but interesting enough, he'll still be remembered through that episode. A lot of people are going to be watching what he's saying along with other, pe- other other talking heads on that episode. But he could use his time as a way to try to either work on those promos he's been you know talking about. Yeah. Um, do <laughs> do should. something, you know what I mean, where yeah. he can try to – 
give himself something else above these other big guys that they're not doing nothing with. Luchasaurus yeah, because it, it's Hager's not the move the, set. And don't get wrong, Cage yeah. versus Luchasaurus would be great because they're both very um, true. True. What's the word? Uh, athletic. They're, athletic, they're, they're, they but in a, a way edge. Uh, yeah. where, where you don't see it coming. I forgot the word. Uh, the, the deceptively athletic. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, big yeah. guys. So, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's what I you know the the rumor mill is right now with. Uh, Injuries and stuff from AEW side. Well, uh, another injury I got because a lot of people have been wondering. You know, we we I was just talking about big man. You know, Lance Archer is another guy. Um, he's been kind of flying solo with you know, obviously the exception of him kind of redoing the uh, Suzuki Goon thing. Yeah. But normally we see him with Jake. A lot of people have been wondering what's been going on with Jake. There was reports that he had some quote unquote undisclosed health problems. Cause oh, okay. People saw him at a signing, but he they said he was in a wheelchair with like a, a, a breathing situation. Apparatus, yeah. Atta- you know, like not not attached to him physically, but not too far. Behind, I'm like, oh, I hope that's either yeah, just that's... for precaution or. Yeah. But I guess uh, with the wheelchair, that was more because he actually just had uh, some surgeries to um, have pins inserted into some of his uh, on his feet. He needed some. some... Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, it says he he's actually he's already been cleared to return uh, by his uh, to work by his doctor. He could even appear as early as uh, tomorrow night. Oh, okay. um, as we record this, but um, yeah, I just wanted to. Update everybody, and a lot of people, like I said, it was "quote unquote" undisclosed health reasons, and then you hear about this imagery with the breathing apparatus. And yeah, you know, a lot of people, seriously. They, you know, there's been always some scary start and stop stuff going on. And with I'll Jake be Scott, honest, you know? I mean, uh, a guy like him could have, they could have found a place to uh, put him in if it was done right in that whole Suzuki, you know, because just imagine him being in the middle of those two guys and trying to wrangle them. He already has Couldn't. a hard time they, with they, Archer, yeah. They would have to just drag him, yeah. <laughs> like, or, like or how Moxie, some, yeah, how Moxie does his young boy. Like or or maybe just... we could have got some more interaction with him and like Kingston or, or Moxley, or you know, especially with it being lights out or whatever. You know what I mean? So, but uh, I mean, well, let's hope yeah, he gets back. Like, uh, I bet you didn't think we'd use a snake in the lights yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is that, that's I mean that would be actually pretty hilarious. But uh, as far as uh, more on the, uh, you know, coming and going, looking for homes, uh, leaving a home type of situation, I can say uh, real quickly, Alex Shelley, no longer part of uh, Impact Wrestling, but oh, is, is open to right? a return. Uh, that's a little story within itself. I guess his shoot job, they kind of posed a partial uh, concern health-wise because I guess he's a, a, a physical therapy clinician, ah, so he's around people, and the travel was a big deal to them, so... It was something where he was supposed to be in a six-man tag, and last minute they were they had replaced to replace him with some. Yeah, yeah that and makes he has, sense. Hasn't been there since, but like I said, he has nothing bad to say about him. He says he didn't think he was going to be wrestling for them that much longer, and it's a, a, a better place for um, Saban, who obviously needed to get acclimated back into, you know, professional wrestling work rate while still nursing an ACL injury and stuff like that with yeah. the tag stuff. So it worked out. Um, also, Excalibur uh, mentioned on, I believe, Dark that Kiara Hogan has officially signed with AEW now. So we'll see. That's uh, that's nah. what they, they, yeah, that's what they said on commentary. I'm surprised that they would say it and not give us the you know the promo art like they usually do. Yeah, confirmed. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I might shoot, I might start looking for it now, but I mean. We'll see. I mean, the only reason I say that is because I don't think she's gotten the proper look. Like, I feel like she's kind of getting that. It doesn't matter what you did anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like, you got to start from the, from the bottom here. But it's like, arguably, she's had more TV time than anyone on their roster that's not named uh, Ruby or, or yeah, Britt. You know what true. I mean? And that's I almost wonder if she's had more time than Britt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, just cause during, in terms of how long she's been on 
Impact Wrestling TV versus how long Brits, you know, AW. Oh, oh not just AW. Yeah, you're talking about just just experience on, on an actual live yeah, um, production. Which type I of thing. think, yeah. you know, it, it that brings a lot to the table. Well, li- I use the term live loosely when it comes to Impact, but you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they usually do a lot of tapings. But no, you're right. I mean, honestly, I think she's a, a great addition. I don't know. I don't. I just don't want to see her in Red Velvet just automatically be thrown into a tag yeah, team me type either, of thing because it'll just feel like Toss yeah. is still 2.0 type of. Yeah, yeah it's 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 gonna be. Uh, but um. I can say that uh, another thing that we reported about a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the rumors of Johnny Gargano um, leaving NXT. Yeah. Uh, but there's a little bit. Uh, it's not a little bit. It's actually just a little bit. We have an actual date now on when that deal is up. Uh, December 3rd of 2021. Okay. that That is definitely. I thought it was mid-December, but geez, bro. You're talking about like we're date. That's like. Shit, it was the thirtieth today or thirtieth tomorrow. No, I don't know if there's right, a, there's so. there's no thirty days and except it's twenty nine days this year, but September is usually. Or no, you're right. There's a thirty. I'm about to yeah, say yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting so confused. February, uh, February, like, like, yeah, but like so tomorrow's the thirtieth as of this recording, right? And then it's yeah, so you're talking like basically a little over two months from now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's, mm, mm-hmm. And all he's doing is watching these kids on the honeymoon right now. So we'll I mean, that's what I was thinking too when I was watching, uh, you know, uh, NXT. I was like, well, I guess they got they need something for him to do. I'm like, or maybe he doesn't. He just he's trying to be on TV as much as he can while, uh, you know, obviously Candice can be, and then maybe yeah, when definitely. when she can't be anymore, he'll he'll be taken off or something. Which uh, that's a team player move, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? very true. I'm sure they they got some. Uh, maybe he's buying time. Yeah, I'm to, sure they got some feds in the in, in the bank where they you know they they can just be cool for a little bit. But again, uh, sources indicated uh, that Gargano and WWE have not entered into any negotiations to extend the contract. That's uh, crazy, man. So I mean, this is more or less the same that we said last time. But uh, as an update, there still hasn't been anything. Um, but yeah, the that's pretty interesting. I mean, you know, then again, I don't know. Uh, if he, it's weird. You know, we always talk about him and Tommaso fitting the aesthetic of whatever they're trying to do now. Yeah, um, unfortunately. I mean, but yeah. but it's just because of you know, young, big, blah yeah. blah. You know, what I mean, but not, see, not but it, household names somewhere else. But how you know? many, how many of these, you know, these uh, the land of the giants have personality that go with it? You know what I mean? That that's the <sighs> thing you can't teach. Yeah, it's personality. I mean, I'm you know? a, so, yeah, we'll get into that for this week's NXT, which has been. I'm gonna tell you, listeners, it's been tough on a week to week. I know it's brand new, and but I don't know, man. It's um, you you were saying how it's very character based, and yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to, because sometimes when you're used to it being just about the pure athleticism first, and then the character second, it's weird where it's like all about character and then promo, and then oh, what move do you do? You know? Yeah, but, it's yeah. it's like. You, you could have a great move set. I mean, like look, look what they were saying about Canyon. Not my views, but yeah, he had a great move set. But they were like, but you know, the the E and entertainment. I mean, did he? Ha- I'm like, uh, okay, I can see where you have to open up that side of the discussion. Yeah, but Cena. there's a lot of guys you could still have that discussion about now on the main roster. You yeah, know what I mean? definitely. Um, now let me let me get to the rest of this here. Uh, I got uh, something that's definitely worth talking about, and then also I just have actually yeah, two things worth talking about, man. Um. So one of the things that did happen uh, while we were gone is uh, we did get news about the AEW Owen Hart Foundation situation. Yes, sir, yeah. And uh, this is actually a quote from Jericho about how he kind of, uh, you know, his involvement helped bring it together a little bit okay. as far as, uh, you know, bringing in uh, Martha and uh, AEW Tony Khan together for this deal. He said, uh, quote, 
it was a passion project for me and obviously for Martha and Tony. We worked on it for a long time, about a year and a half to put the deal together wow. and figure out what we wanted to do. I just knew I wanted Owen's leg- legacy to be something positive and something great as far as wrestling goes. Rather, rather than just be dwelling on his death, and that's the main reason why we all wanted this to happen, so we can celebrate Owen Hart's career and the contributions that he made. He was a pioneer. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. I think some people are like back and forth on it because they're like, no, it doesn't matter how you slice it. Owen's always going to be a WWE guy or whatever. But it's just like, I don't know, man. I just think as long as if you could bring some type of acknowledgement to a talent like that in this kind of generation, I think that's ultimately what wins. Yeah. I mean, and not to mention, you have to understand there's also a lot of newer fans who aren't who don't even who didn't grow up on wwf They're, they grew up on wwe they don't even know who owen owen is exactly. they don't they don't talk about him yeah you know what i mean so it's like you you run the uh the cool effect of seeing this crossover or people learning of who he is for the first time maybe through the video game they're yeah. like who's this guy yeah very maybe true. through all this you know what i mean and and they get to find i mean yeah will they have to go through the wwe network or peacock to check it out yeah but there's so much stuff on youtube you can check out too you know what yeah, i mean so definitely um, but you know, at the end of the day, I think it's just a great thing. I mean, they, it's they good to re- know it's not just one place you have to staff to go look. A hundred percent heart related, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they got the merch that they're, they're going to be putting out. They're, they got you know the video game stuff and other things. So it's it's a really really you know just overall win win. Not just for, I mean, the fans wanted something like this for him for so long, and not for our own selfish needs. We just felt like he always needed to be recognized. Yeah, and you know. If this is the way, if this is how it's going to come I'm about. All for yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Especially man. being a, a fan of the Hart family. So I mean, just again, I think everybody wins in that situation. Mm-hmm. And um, last thing I had here uh, before, like I said, I have two little discussion points I want to bring up with you. Um, this is Brody Lee, a documentary focusing on Brody Lee is coming to Rochester. I remember that. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, actually shown in the movie theaters there in, uh, in Rochester. Is this um, uh, one of the AEW ones? Because I know they were working on a couple like semi documents. Well, it doesn't have their name attached. Like a while ago. It doesn't have their name attached to it besides a mention in the synopsis, but it says uh, the documentary will focus on uh, John Hoover's uh, life in wrestling as he went from independent star to WWE superstar yeah. before arguably hitting his peak in AEW. Uh, the documentary is being produced by Russell Vision in association with Classy Wolf Media. Um, tells the story of his life in wrestling from a backyard to the Western uh, NY scene to the big time in WWE and AEW from fellow wrestlers who shared the road with Brody. So um, no uh, news on if this is going to be nationally released. This uh, looks to be just a, a New York type exclusive thing. Oh, okay. Because I, um, what I thought it was, I remember um, they were doing things like this on like video on demand. For oh some yeah, of the you're right. Guys, where it was like showing oh, the Beaver we, Boys, we were like, talking about that like a their development, ago, yeah. right before AEW. So I thought that's what it was, like a yeah, showcase the of first independence. Time it, or it was uh, Alex Silver and, and um, yeah, Beaver, John, Beaver or, Boys. I'm sorry, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver. Yeah, that's why I remember the first one being yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, um, you know, I just wanted to see how we were feeling about uh, the return of uh, the Hurt Business this Monday. I mean, uh, inarguable deceptively good positive that we wouldn't have found otherwise on a Monday night. <laughs> no, 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 um, any means, even though they've been buying their time. I know they got the big draft coming, so I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, y'all need tag teams to run a tag division. Yeah. So why did you break <laughs> them up? NXT got that memo, even though Man, I don't agree they, with all the tag teams. They must have got the – 
the the leaked memo and didn't yeah. send it to who needed to see it. Yeah, like, they, yeah they, they didn't see C Vince on that. You know, sure. or, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't have a whole lot. To, I just thought it was cool. I mean, we don't talk a lot about Raw and. I mean, I'll, I'll, if anything, main roster, it's like we're dropping stuff that happened on SmackDown that was cool, yeah. right? I mean, if it's definitely um, – if it jumps off the screen, we're going to talk about 100%, yeah. It, you know? And, and, and I, I thought that was worth talking about. Um, I thought that was uh, kind of cool to see them come back. I mean, when you think about it, it is uh, interesting timing as Big E's back uh, reunited with New, uh, New Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got like kind of like this uh, – remember before they were like kind of touch and go about trios and then they are like, oh, we're – Pro trios, we need everyone needs. Yeah, to be trio everyone. Group. Yeah, now, yeah, now we need uh, trio warfare. Yeah, we, we got to like, feed them to the shield, feed them to the shield. Yeah, like, you know, yeah but exactly. Like, but now, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of cool. You got the bloodline, you got uh, the or uh, uh, the new day, and then you got you know the hurt business yeah. and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. You know what All I mean? All factions of color, baby. And I keep saying, you know, carrying cross, just you know, get, get a T bar and Mace and rename them. Y'all good, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all good. I mean, hey, y'all want a little anim- animalistic female? I might even want to get you a little bit of Ember Moon or something. You know, <laughs> big gimpin'. Speaking of which, congrats to Carrie and Cross. Him and uh, the Smoke Show got officially engaged oh, okay. uh, on the weekend as well. So that, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to ask you about is, I mean, uh, just because I think we have to comment on this. Yeah. We're gonna make it three minutes. Man. I figured. Yeah. Nature Boy Ric Flair. Oh. Okay, I thought I, I thought this was going a different way. I thought we were going to comment on the finish of Finn versus Roman. No, I didn't even want to bring that um, shit up. Yeah, he's not a real demon, uh, Vince. Yeah, I he's mean, not a real demon. He's not right? real, and and um, I don't know if you know this, but music can't control people. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's a gimme. Yeah, um, the biggest joke going around is like, and what people didn't count on is Finn hooking up a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> Prior oh, to the no. match, <laughs> yeah, you know. the, the the spirit of New Jack said, "No, we gonna hear somebody's music through a match tonight." Yeah, ser- like, seriously. I mean, it was but, weird. Uh, that whole night was it's like they're in Cincinnati and it's like there's nothing extreme yeah. going on at all. Like it's whatever. But but, but no, with yeah. Flair, um, it's 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 not an easy thing to discuss. Yeah, I just um, wanted to get your. I mean, you're we're both. Yeah, Flair fans. I know you. You have a a, a bigger affinity for see, him. See, but, I'm you know. trying to. It's weird to navigate through because. I'm a big Dreamer fan, Tommy Dreamer, right? Yes, but, yeah. but you know, and I didn't watch what he had said before I saw what you guys are commenting on because I just saw what made news was he was suspended by Impact because of his comments on the, the show. So when I went back and watched it, I mean, I, I ended up screen recording a lot of it because I, I wanted to really, like, yeah. like really study get, it. Get now, the context. Yeah. yeah, you know, so some of the stuff I do agree Generally, generally speaking, was not in the best tone for Dreamer. Although I get, I think what he's doing is putting himself in a where he's he thinks he has to protect pro wrestling, right? Yeah, pro wrestling, and even more so a guy on the on the plane of Ric Flair, you know, who, uh, who, because you're talking about a guy who defines what pro wrestling right? is, because right? Because you're talking yeah, about I Dreamer who who has rubbed shoulders with I the never funker, thought about that till now. Who's rubbed shoulders with uh? Like I said, uh, with Terry Funk, guys like Dusty, like he, yeah, he's, some of those, you know, he's big on the old school, main Mount Rushmore right. type dudes. Right. Yeah, so, you're right. But it's tough because yeah, he did say stuff that wasn't great. But I did see a uh, a tweet that said, you know, the problem with Dreamer's comments was he didn't have to look at the victim to watch your reaction like we had to as viewers. That, that's so what, it's that's what like I was going to bring up. Like, maybe he didn't know she was going to, you know, yeah, and, it, I, and I, I'm not trying to blame it on on naiveness or or, or not having the right no, uh, sure. you don't tact wanna, because you yeah. don't know who's involved. But 
I don't know. Like it, it's it's tough because I we've never said a bad thing about Tommy Dreamer ever. No, dude. Like, you know, like until the, this came out. What a lot of people believe is he's he's more of a victim of bad editing because for all we know that could have that, yeah. that could have already been filmed. Yeah, and just the way that they placed it because everyone was saying like. I don't know if it would have been as bad. I mean, like, it still would have been kind of eyebrow-raising, but the fact that they they kind of put that quote and him you know, filming him saying that, like, r- literally right after they're talking yeah. to this woman about how it, it kind of messed up her marriage and all the lasting effects of it. And that's the thing I had to give her her flowers for was a lot of people try to break her down on the internet because they found out that she did some other uh, some unsavory things during that time period. Like, I think she got busted for, like, trying to – Oh, uh, rob like, something uh, with another. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Trying to discredit, but I'm like, like, I'm not saying that just because she did something bad, that that didn't happen to her or whatever. But yeah, no one one's I, saying One that. thing I couldn't, I couldn't shake is listening to her and watching her how she was, even her describing it. I don't know if you got this the same as me. It was almost like she was still trying to help preserve just a little bit, like she almost didn't want to peel back those layers of who these people were yeah. because she knows that people look up to them yeah, in a certain their way. Yeah, their opinions were going to change forever. Yeah, and it, it was out. like, it was kind of incredible for me. Like, like I said, it could have just been me, but it seemed like even in her most vulnerable state, she still was putting mm-hmm. like other people, you know what I mean? Like she, it wasn't about her. Yeah. Like that's why when I watched it, I didn't take it as her trying to drag anybody down yeah, or, or just tell do this for her money. story or make yeah. it seem like I am the sole victim, but she's not also not going to, you know, she she's the only one that just spoke from from the P, from the non disclosure. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah. I feel like she, I, you I know, get that. Because there was a lot of people that declined. You know, yeah. I mean, you even saw that Brock was questioned. You know, and they couldn't. <laughs> That's even get a whole. God, but and dude, I totally yeah. forgot about that. You know, that yeah. whole thing with with Terry. Yeah, I forgot and, about that as well. Like, I, I, it's one of those things you heard about back in the day, and you just totally it went under the rug. Just, yeah. I mean, just like they did. Like, oh, don't sell it. Don't sell it. Like, it's because no one sold it. You forgot about a lot yeah. of this shit. And dude. you know what's crazy is I heard, you know, not to go too far off, but even with Dustin's involvement, I had heard some of those stories of him singing and, yeah, and that was I heartbroken. But Didn't realize that was, was the same flight. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Well, I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. Like, yeah. I thought it was just like yeah, They kind of made it seem like stuff. they were more embarrassed than it was like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think it like what, what I'll say too is the whole story felt like it omitted any uh uh, what's the word? Um, uh, ag- not acknowledgement, but just any liability on yeah. Vince's hands. Like I have heard other stories and quotes he was of the what one Vince. You heard. Would, like I heard Vince was also wrestling people in the cabin. Yeah, I heard Vince was wrestling. Like after the whole thing with with Hennig or Mr. where they Perfect, almost went and, off the side. Yeah, of the yeah. Plane, I heard yeah. that Vince was next, and, and they went. And yeah, I heard dude. that there was a time where he was approached by a waitress, and he said, "Well, you could tell. You know, the, the pilot is saying you guys need. You could tell the pilot to kiss my ass. Like it was exactly what." he said you know but none of that it just felt like any ounce of vince after it said vince was there but jr was the talent wrangler it seemed like okay we can't now we're just going to take him out of the whole story i mean when you think about everyone who spoke they're probably all had to sign ndas too but no longer none of them no longer work with wwe like mike kyoto doesn't work like that was the thing that was weird with me was like mike kyoto's like oh man we were doing somas and i'm like referees are not like what are you doing bro like why you but yeah but at least (laughs) i i see he's a guy i could also enjoy because he he also keeps it refreshingly real too that's true it reminds you of the times back then and it wasn't always Entertainment and no, family no, friendly well, I mean, and the, PG, there was a lot of like, stuff that were just culture yeah, he, inclusive. Yeah, he's talking about like BSK days. He's talking yeah, about 
talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah, you know. So the, yeah. But I will say this, uh, just to cap it off, because I know we want to. Yeah, know, yeah, I definitely want to get into. In the... terms of what I think, I think Ric Flair was being Ric Flair on that flight. There's other stories of him that he's told, you know, uh, on flights and. You know, this whole thing with the robe, I've heard that for many years, whether it's with the boys, with the girls, whatever. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, whatever happened. I know he's made a, a, a statement saying, you know, yeah, he used to do that a lot. He's not acknowledging that he didn't do it, but he's also acknowledging he used to be really drunk when he used to do that stuff. Um, it's hard because when you hear, you know, yeah, she was in this room and he entered. But if the room is small already, it's hard to so, be like, yeah, the, you it's entered. a galley. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I was there when I was on my flight. Yeah, I had to walk around to get to the other yeah. side of the bathroom. Well, yeah, if you've been on a flight, you yeah, know, it, it's yeah. literally just like their little respite spot to like be mm -hmm. away from everyone, but also get stuff ready for the yeah beverages and, and if the refreshments you, and if you and put like a, a guy with the statue of a pro wrestler, what, six four two, yeah, you know what I mean. Pounds? I feel yeah, like right. you're gonna cut that in half immediately. So. I'm not saying and the I hammer think, that he's with, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> because, no, I, see, because and, he had to put that over yeah, Tommy. See, that like, was geez. that was the thing was like he was trying to make it seem like no, he has the hammer. She wanted it. She's just not going to admit it. I don't think it's fair for Dreamer to go about it that way because no, other rats so were like that. And but yeah. she's not a rat. She's a a uh, stewardess. Yeah, and she even said how they've never had to change the 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 cart, the liquor cart three they, times they in said, one yeah, flight ever. And, and, and the thing is. is they went through that before the flight took off. Yeah. It, it was a perfect storm. It wasn't even storm. in the air. hundred percent. You know, so what Man. I'll say is he has gone to Twitter. He has denied that he's ever forced himself yeah. on anybody. He has acknowledged all the things. I mean, and, and it's that's the thing. What he said was kind of my biggest point. He exposed a lot, made himself look really shitty on that uh, 30 for 30. Yeah. Like, he really did. And he allowed them to do that because he wasn't denying it. So it's like, why why would why, he not yeah, acknowledge why, why, why that? Why wouldn't it be know? just another thing for me to talk about yeah. amongst all the other dirtbag things yeah, I Yeah, especially yeah. from the time back then because now everyone's bringing up the, you know, he called Teddy Long a nigger. Can you guys, like, get over it? Okay, let me not say it like that. Yeah, but but if, that's, if old, Teddy, that's an old story. Teddy has talked about it. Yeah. But when he's asked about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't remember y'all being Teddy's number one advocate on the yeah. internet outside of, hey, play yeah, make yeah. it hollow. Yeah, or it's like, a tag team match meme, play Undertaker. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. It, so to me, it's like, yeah, that happened. But if you guys are really doing your homework, you would have known about that story see, before. Like, but see, I that's the thing, though. There's a lot of people, and a lot of people are saying the same thing with this with this story. We've heard about the plane ride yeah. from hell for years, but a lot of people didn't hear it until this episode came out. A lot of people don't know. It might be a new group of fans. You know what I'm too, saying? Yeah. A lot of people don't know about the Ric Flair Teddy thing until all of a sudden all this snowball shit. Very came, true. You know? Yeah. So, and ma maybe some people that did know who they were back in the day they stopped wrest uh, yeah, watching wrestling. It's 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 hard. Then. Yeah. So it's like easy for us to be like, yeah, we burned heard, heard about that, but we forget that there's these new fans coming in. There's different interests. People are starting to learn stuff that they didn't know about before. So it's definitely some stuff out there. But yeah, as far as me, man, like all I wanted to say is just, I mean. It's it's hard. I mean, the WWE, dude. Not even a day after it was because it started Thursday, mm -hmm. and then at SmackDown on Friday, he's a dude. Just his voiceover. There's no more woo in the intro. Yeah, and that, that no, to me, <laughs> I thought that's what made it bad was how fast they reacted. Yeah. Uh, which but, shows but, but, like, but, but wow. they were like, you don't work for us, but we'll still keep your. Woo. Yeah. So you're going to retrospectively or retroactively yeah. um, wash you from. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that bro, didn't happen. you're lucky Flair was in your company. Bro. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm not I'm saying that as a wrestler, as a talent, not as a person and whatever he may be accused of doing, whatever. 
I think whatever happened, it seems like everyone's kind of made some sort of peace with it. If everyone appeared on the uh, on this episode to talk about yeah. it, and even at the end, she didn't seem like she had a lot of ill will. And you know, it's just one of those dreamer goes about it. But oh well, why didn't why did she take why, the salary? Yeah, why why, you know, why, why, why like, didn't she just uh, and it's like, go dude, to the furthest extent of the law? But it's because it's like, no one makes as much money to be bled dry in a law, you know, in the court of law. Like I mean, WWE, and, and, so. and when you think about that, you're like, you're one person. From a billion dollar from from a company that's their nature is privatized flights for professional athletes. Yeah. Meaning that it comes with a certain level of anonymity. Yeah. So it's like that's what they're paying for. Yeah. It, it's that discretion. So when you take that so, out the way from WWE. But, but, but what right? I'm saying is when you're working for that company who's not gonna back you after she already even told them about it. Yeah. And then now you're essentially by yourself fighting against WWE. Nah, dude. Like you yeah. know, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's nah. I get it. And, and yeah, it's kind of it's, it's easy for us yeah. to say on the sidelines, but and RVD um, said too that I was, you know, because yeah. uh, I know Flair said, "Oh, my reputation tried to be assassinated by one man," and I I feel like he's mad at RVD, but RVD has gone out and said, "Dude, there was a lot of editing. Like this is what I said. If you pay attention, I never. I don't said, think he said anything. Ba- like no, like, but, but Flair seems like he's trying to paint him like you you didn't help, you know. But it's like, but bro, he doesn't he edit anything. He's just he telling his say, account. He didn't say anything personal. Like yeah. about he just like said, he I saw, saw Flair back there. That's all yeah, he said. That's all he yeah, said. He didn't say I he saw Flair whip it out. I didn't. He didn't yeah, say, I saw Flair grab but, her hand. But, but I but saw. He, her, he, you know. he also said like he had been age bombed multiple times too. Yeah. So when I hear that, damn, even someone like RVD who's gonna be getting pranked like that, I'm like, yeah, yeah I mean, shit. Like I wouldn't have known if he didn't say nothing. You know yeah, what I mean? seriously. But um, yeah, RVD as everyone kept saying was the only one that managed to uh, come out the other uh, other yeah. side of that episode looking not like looking like an asshole. Yeah. So, well, you know. I mean, RVD did what he he does best, and that's remain cool, especially he, on the pressure. He was super super yeah. tranquilo, super water. Mm-hmm. He Pr- was pretty uh, open, I would say too. Yeah, he was, man. And like I said, for you to be a professional wrestler and be like, yeah, I've had the boys H bomb me. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I, I wish they would have got uh, X Pac for that though. I was I was surprised out of all the talking heads yeah. that wasn't on that episode, who's been on the episodes before, that Pac wasn't on there. I was yeah. like, you, I mean. Especially, I mean, the fact that we saw freaking PJ, uh, just incredible, talking about how they had to walk basically freaking uh, 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 weekend at Bernie's fucking Scott Hall through the. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I that was tough to yeah, listen it, to. Yeah, you're telling me, man. Yeah. But anyways, uh, like I said, we've been kind of a few weeks removed. We haven't said anything about it. We haven't even discussed it. I just wanted to get yeah, what nah, your I got you. mind was at. But you know what? Without further ado, man, I think it's. Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to really rush you. I know it's just not <laughs> oh, necessarily your favorite time. part of the show anymore. Yeah, I but, guess it is my time uh, to do some review uh, so they don't think we forgot to do that. We but got yeah, no, that right. uh, info on 2.0. Uh, I guess so. Get a taste. Uh, Give him a taste. Give him a taste. Oh, you, a you, taste. you see him call out Renee yeah. again okay, without so saying her name again. Yeah. It was funny because I remember you were telling me that was Renee, and I'm like, I don't think that was Renee. But then I totally forgot that they were calling out the baby in that segment. And that's why I did 2 plus 2. I'm like, oh, shit. That was Mox Jr. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or does he have a daughter? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think I ever found out. What Everybody's the... having daughters and yeah, shit. Because I think what's his name just had a daughter too. Uh, Hangman. Oh, okay. I'm I'm thinking he might be the guy if Sammy can't do it that will come back against a Nero. lot of people. People thought that Hangman was going to come back in New York for some reason. No idea why, but there was a mm. lot of people talking about that. Man, that could have been dope. We'll see, man. The night was dope as is though, so yeah. I, I can't complain. But yeah, man. Without further ado, let's get into NXT. Yeah. Two point all. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. We start off with a no DQ match uh, with Hit Row's B Fab and uh, Legado del Fantasma's Electra Lopez. Uh, Pre match, we do see Hit Row cut a live promo about tonight's card, which I wasn't sure why they needed to do that. Yeah, I was and like, then, uh, those need to be 
backstage exclusive yeah. because it doesn't work with the live crowd who like or especially I think the think, context was just like why did you send them out here to talk about this like, well it, 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 i couldn't help but not to fast forward but it was like they could have easily been another team as part of that whole why y'all speaking in riddles yeah yeah so, <laughs> like yeah, later yeah. down the, you know what I mean? yeah seriously and i know we'll get to that but yeah yeah, yeah but, but uh b-fab uh she threatens to break uh beat the brakes off Electra like she owes her currency which i was like you heard I betty say oh they, look they're trying to snatch each other bald nah I, I, oh, I don't man. listen. I can't listen. To that yeah, right I was like, come on. But uh, yeah, this starts. Uh, this starts the match off where there's kind of a brawl in the aisleway. Uh, both women are down on the floor at one point two, where we see Raul attempt to rush Dalla with a trash can, but he blocks it with a punch, which incites a uh, another brawl uh, between Hit Row and LDF. Uh, finally, we get down to the spots. Uh, we do, you know, get some weapons coming out. Um, at one point, we do see uh, B-Fab. You know, they're fighting over a table. She extends the table leg and kind of snaps uh, Lecture's leg over it. Uh, we do see a drop toehold to a chair at one point, a uh, sort of like a gut check with a chair to Lopez's uh, midsection. And uh, she does use those uh, kendo sticks as well. Electra, not to be outdone, she gets a little gut check action on Fab um, while they're doing a little tug of war with the table early on. She's the one that actually pulls out all the uh, kendo sticks and chairs, but we see back-to-back scoop slams onto the chair and a running crossbody uh, as well a fireman's gut buster onto a seated chair as well but uh lecture hits the blue thunder bomb for the win not bad so uh but i mean it's not making me care that they keep spacing out these you know matches you know or these storylines that were running concurrently before the 2.0 uh you know like rebrand and it's just kind of seems like oh yeah we got to tie this up huh you know so yeah it's i mean i I just say i wouldn't open with this match yes that's that's just i I will say that uh Index, uh, we get some honeymoon vignettes, and I'll just go through both of them. Uh, you know, first they're shown walking on a beach, enjoying each other's company. They're drawing a heart with the index in, inside the sand. Uh, they're enjoying drinks, playing hot hands, that whole thing. And we see the Garganos <laughs> yeah. are actually spying from their balcony. That seems to have a nice beach view. Gargano says he hopes it's all harmless fun until Larray reminds him how their honeymoon ended. Just as Indy invites Dexter to the water, uh, Gargano sweats a little bit, trying to think, uh, you know, they're going to get a little too close. And then he has an idea. And then we see them in the water as a shark fin pops up. And uh, Dexter nonchalantly just saves Indy from a uh, presumed shark attack, which, of course, is revealed to be Johnny himself. Who, uh, I, I, I was like, so can we put it together that Johnny's the one who killed Akira Tozawa a couple months ago in yeah, the yeah, shark seriously. attack? Yeah, if we got to. Are we not going to. It's continuity. Well, there people. must have been some sort of seance because he's back. Right? Make it make sense. Uh, and then the second part, we see, uh, you know, we see Johnny is reconvening with Larray. He's gloating about the shark attack, he, you know, but then she yeah, points he was out. Pretty proud of that. Yeah, he definitely was. <laughs> but he, she points out, well, now they're probably going in their room, which Johnny realizes is the worst situation. And he actually looks at his wife's baby bump, which kind of rushes his thought process. And he quickly goes to their room and he gains access by lying to the, uh, I guess, uh, the housekeeper, maybe not security, really. But he says that security sucks. Uh, but of course, uh, this, you know, he does check their bags because he wants to know if they have protection. He sees tons of protection, which is over overboard, <laughs> even though I thought Johnny wins. So I don't know why, why it matters. But uh or maybe it was enough for the, for a wheel of condoms, right? You know, we all know how he hates wheels. But uh, I digress. Indian decks actually return early, causing them to hide in their closet. They engage in a pillow fight, which audibly sounds like something much more. Uh, before they kind of take a nap, Johnny is left to eavesdrop in the closet before he, uh, you know, gets a chance to try to leave. But Loomis kind of wakes up and uh, long enough to give Johnny a uh, thumbs up sign before revealing his long roll of condoms. Which <laughs> He's like, didn't really get an, I, a, 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 a don't big worry, reaction, dog. but. I got it covered. Yeah. Like, it, I'm just wondering, who is that pillow fight for? Is that for the family fans or, like, like 
Is there a need to even go you that way? You know what it is? It's it's them tongue-in-cheeking thinking. This this is Bruce and Vince all day, obviously. You know, that's their kind of – because th- that would lead into the typical I'll have what she's having, Harry Met Sally type shit, uh, you know, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. not what we got. But uh, we get an in-ring segment from Joe Gacy. Uh, I did hear he tried yeah. this new, like, safe space – Kind he, of, he did uh, it. He did it against uh, who was his opponent? Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Thank yeah. you, okay, because he gave him a hug after, and it was like just kind of weird energy. But yeah, yeah. This, I mean, a little bit lengthy for me, but he he was saying some stuff. Yeah, he he talks about uh, you know, despite what happened last week, the ring is still a safe place. Uh, he says he thinks he made a bigger uh impact last week uh than a guy than Champa, Roger Strong, or Breaker. Uh, he, he says he's not being canceled. He says he did so by only using his words and not throwing a single punch. Clarifies he speaks for a generation uh, which no one understands called the Enlightened Ones while everyone else lives in a dark and obsolete world. Says he saw a lot of triggered faces on his way back to the uh, locker room last week, but he is inclusive and believes in solving conflict with discussion and resolution. And uh, no, not one person. There's not one person that can change the world by themselves. But he's here to usher in a new normal. Then he thanks the audience for their time and open minds, and concludes his promo while uh, Zion I, I, Quinn I, makes his. I entrance. did like the end, like how he closed it, where he's thanking people for their open minds. I thought that was kind of like the the verbiage was good, but again, it seemed a little bit just a little bit too lengthy. I would probably shave the minute off. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting because this is not what he was doing in the tournament. He was just another guy. He he low key was, was like guy. he was like Bull Dempsey light low yeah. key. You know yeah. what I mean? Not a not a slide on Bull Dempsey by the way, but it was just one of those things. No, where I'm he like, was the one that actually said like you know no one controls me until that fight. You know now I, I kept saying yeah that bothered me, but he had a good promo despite that one line. You know? Yeah, it's just like I won't be controlled till I get to that final round. That's what he said. Like like I just wonder if maybe if they would have started some of this during that tournament if it wouldn't because it feels like he's trying to connect but the crowd's not. Yeah. Necessarily giving him the whole floor. Yeah. But that's why I enjoy him saying, thank you for your time. I know there's a match coming up. I thank you for your open mind as yeah, well. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's it's um, relatable. Yeah, 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 In a way where you're like, I didn't mean to take too much time, but I just had something to say, you know. But this brings us to the next match, Zion Quinn. Uh, I can't remember who. I think it was uh, Boa, actually. We saw him get a win against. Yeah, that was the first that upset. Was a, but right? that, it was weird because it was the forearm. Yeah, which then, I didn't think was a finish. I thought it was just like so a fluke either. thing. But, yeah, um, it's Zion Quinn. Nice stature, we'll say. Uh, taking on Oni Lorkin, which I didn't watch last week uh, all the way through. Did they ever have a, like, you Cross know, closure? Or something? No, 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 like a closure segment. Oh, dude, uh, I, I haven't seen him. I ain't Brit seen Ra- Brit and Brawlers. Because I was like, I thought it was weird that it was him by himself and not at least Danny with him because they both got jumped. Yeah. But then I was thinking, why wouldn't they at least keep Danny if he's part of it? Kind of the same countryman vibe, or maybe they just jump out. I mean, the American or whatever. Splitting those four up did make sense. He might be too old for the program now. Birch, yeah, yeah. that's true. Is it, maybe he's gone to UK, but to me, that's it doesn't true. make sense. And there's no follow up, and it's like you got Oni in the building, but he doesn't show up to lend a hand to Kyle later, which is stupid. But I'll get back to well, that. I do know that what's his name? Son is supposed to be debuting this week, I believe. Who's uh, that? Is it Charlie Dempsey? Um, maybe I got the first name wrong, but that's uh, Regal's son. Oh, okay, gotcha. So to be honest, I wouldn't mind if it was him and Birch in his first uh, yeah, program. That maybe would that's pretty, maybe pretty good for him. You yeah. Know, so, but uh, Quinn, yeah. uh, he pie faces Oni right over the rope and down to the floor, which I thought was a bad look for Oni. Uh, he does get the I would say a discus headbutt, which was uh definitely it didn't look as as like wonky as I would think it was because I didn't know what he was going for when he hit it, and I go oh. 
I've never seen it. Yeah, exe- he kind of that, that done or ex- yeah. anything executed like that. And he does hit a Samoan drop. Uh, Oni, he does hit his uh, normal basement running euro uh, uppercut. Yeah. You get a chop block and some mounted punches. So, but yeah, that's my Oni. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> for sure. But uh, ultimately, Quinn hits a running flying forearm like the one we said against I, Boa uh, right from the corner, and he gets the I, win. I just, it's it's not doing it for me. No, it's like not. that that. And he looks. He I mean, has is a look. Is he an MMA guy? Like that's the, I don't know. that's the look I get from him. But I was it's like, say, or like, like he, he he looks like he came from uh, Tekken, straight up. Like that's right? a good one because I was gonna say he reminded me of like when when Bo Dallas first came in with the gloves yeah. and, and the tights and all that. But that Tekken one, that that's very apt. Yeah, he's it's just his gear. He reminds me a lot of um, I forgot Fam's name, but he's on the cover. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah, is it Jin? Oh, I'm looking it up, but keep talking. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. By the way, uh, yeah, it, it is a daughter that uh, – it's weird. All the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys have daughters. Yeah. Well, does Roman have all girls? I, know he's I, don't, got know if, twins. I don't know if he has all – he has one girl and probably two twins. Or, uh, I know he's got twins. twin girls. Because I know he he did that commercial with his daughter holding the teacup. Oh, yeah, yeah. We ain't going to forget that. Bray Wyatt won't let us forget that. Bray Wyatt got a daughter, too. Yeah, no, but I, I just remember when he used that. Oh, yeah, that, you're right. Promo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you're was right. great. Uh, we got a vignette from Grayson Waller, who's uh, set to take on uh, Roderick Strong later on in a Cruiserweight title match. Uh, basically, all you need to know is that he's a thrill junkie, a survivor, and a risk taker, and that's all I got from it. Uh, from there, we get an in-ring segment from MSK. Uh, when uh, they are uh, joined by, I forgot her name, uh, her first name. Uh, yeah, who was that uh, new light skin baddie? No, out of I nowhere. named her a couple times. It's I think it's Samantha Irving or it's oh, something I did Irving. see her back. Oh yeah. yeah, you know what? She was talking to Carmelo. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, a couple weeks yeah, ago backstage. Was, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she's asking, you know, what's next for MSK? They said they're going to keep smoking the tag team division and promise to remain fighting champions, whether it's the old Bulls or the new Cavs of NXT. And GYV interrupt. Uh, they quickly tell the champs to shut up before demanding their title opportunity if MSK are such fighting champions, despite that they beat them already. Uh, GYV tells MSK their title run does not mean anything if they can't beat them. And uh, go to hit their soon-to-be catchphrase when Carmelo... Soon-to-be cut off! <laughs> yeah, when Carmelo and Trick interrupt, actually. Uh, Carmelo says he's got the golden ticket to the tag titles with Trick. Basically, you know, which we kind of talked about, even though we think, if so facto, it could have, should have been Odyssey, but... You know, we'll see. Maybe, maybe there's a reason. He, maybe he actually. I don't know what the. Uh, you know, I, if there's I, a shoot I, I, relationship I do, with Trick. I, yeah, or not. I do like the uh, aesthetic. I do. Even down to him, like wanting to kind of just run in and do shit, and he has like, yeah. as if you notice, he tried to run in and cash in that shit. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that true. that yeah. kind of works. And by the way, yeah, you you have a great memory, Jin Kazama. There you go. Boom, J- J-I-N? Yep. Yeah, man. But ain't nothing on my They brain. got his hair in the game. <laughs> you ain't got none of my Brian Fury, though. It's cool. Brian Fury, though. Ooh, ooh, man. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, they, yeah, call he, me, they call me cheating when I'm using the Eddie Gordo, but whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. You know, Paul, but yeah, Carmelo, uh, he basically, uh, you know, he says he's got the golden ticket. This causes an argument with GYV until MSK tell him to both shut up. And then we get Brother Jensen and Brother Briggs interrupting. J- uh, uh, JBBJ. There you go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's That's right. Josh Brooke, Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Yeah. Double last names. Yeah. Usually it's, and, and usually this is, it's double first names. You know, this is where Mason Ryan, this is where in the program, this is where I came to the conclusion of what I told you earlier. This is getting really character driven. Yep. Yep. But not uh, necessarily in a good way. Like, yeah, no, not at all. I mean, I mean, we do see Josh Briggs. He starts making their argument, uh, you know, uh, for needing a tag title. 
uh, opportunity as well, which incites Trick to shut them down, leading to a brawl involving all men until MSK take them all out with diving attacks, and that kind of ends that a little bit. Just I, guess. I promised myself when I woke up, the first man that looked at me cross, I was going to knock him off. <laughs> I forgot what On he a, said. And I think I found him, yeah. yeah, I, was yeah I wasn't mad at that, but it just I just feel like when you do the character thing and you have a guy like Trick who's clearly quick on his – with his wit, and he's going to go right into a, you know, I'm going to make fun of. You know, it's like how The Rock used to shut people down. You know, we're almost bury him. Yeah, what he's, he, he picking, he's all cotton-eyed Joe. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because <laughs> The Rock will take a low-hanging fruit and make that Exploit shit. That. Yeah, oh, make yeah, it yeah, yeah worth Word. every seed, bro. Like, Word. straight up, man. But uh, this takes us to a backstage segment. Straight face, too. Like, yeah. man. Yeah, dude. Uh, with uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Big Mommy Cool, the reigning NXT Women's Champion. Uh, she's interviewed, as she calls uh, Monet, a great opponent. Although uh, she's not looking past her, uh, she believes she's just going to be added to the long list of victims that stood in her way. Uh, she continues the promo when she's actually interrupted by Toxic Attraction, who just purposely walked through her shot. As uh, Rose looks uh, up at the title and says, oh, that looks good on you, but it'll look a lot better on me. Uh, kind of... Letting us know, you know, maybe who the next challenger will be, which more on that, I should say. Uh, what did you think about that? It, it wasn't bad. I honestly wanted to hear what Raquel was going to say, though, because I yeah. finally got to hear her drop the Loetta Loca, and I was like, ooh, yeah, 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 tell her, tell her, mamita, tell her. You know, and then yeah. I was like, then she got cut off, but I was like, ah. Exactly, man. But Because uh, I want to see how she is alone. I do. Because it's weird that we haven't seen – is Dakota hurt? I, no, I think it was a lot of people said she was that was a send up match. Oh, yeah. I did hear there was rumors she may be on the on, in the draft. Yeah, I that's, did hear that's, that's what I'm that. thinking. Yeah. yeah, which I think would be great. She'd be great yeah. to any roster, especially with her uh, growth. You know what I'm saying? The team kick stuff and King Kai and all that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, this leads to a tag team title match, the f- uh, first title match of three for the night. I mean, I'm sure that if you didn't watch NXT the and you were just listening, they would remind you like 50 times. Especially during Raw, 100%. Like, when did you ever see him on Raw promote, like, promote and acknowledge NXT? I'm like, hey, we got three championship acknowledge matches. Acknowledge us. <laughs> yeah. 2.0. 2.0, yeah, let's say. <laughs> we are. It's Wale. Acknowledge us. <laughs> DC. DC. <laughs> Acknowledge. Oh, well, we got Toxic Attraction uh, taking on Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, the reigning women's champion. This wasn't a bad match. No, nah, it, it definitely did good for everybody involved. And it Ending did, it was didn't, a little weird for me. It was a little weird. Um, I, I feel like I don't know what that was about if it didn't lead to anything. Like, it was like, okay, so, and we'll get to that. Like, y'all know each other? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like the, the way they're interacting or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, from JC, uh, we do see a uh, running knee smash on the apron, a uh, nice little snap suplex, and a running neck breaker as well as a good super kick. From uh, Gigi Dolan, we do see a penalty kick to Stark, a uh, cannonball sent on to yeah. Stark on the floor, which I was like, mm, I wonder if Darby taught her that one. Uh, no. <laughs> she hits a nice running Hurricane Rana as well as a uh, very nice stacked uh, bridging German suplex. A lot of people, you could tell, thought that was going to be the match almost. Oh, I saw that. She stacked. Ooh. Yeah, yeah very dude. Very nice. I, I honestly was like, yo, they're about to win. Like, yeah, I almost thought so. You know, and, and I wouldn't have been mad because it's like they're not the champs aren't doing that for me. I, but I, the, the, Yeah, yeah. It was like I, I, I fucks with EO, but at the same time I was also thinking like, 
damn, they really trying to push this new superstar initiative on the Saints. I was yeah. like, man, this is okay. For real, shit, man. But I thought from the first episode when Braun got that win against LA, I was just like, yeah, like damn, are they gonna win the whole card? See, it, I was like, like thinking too. I'm like, we didn't see him what two weeks in a row now, or one week, or this is the first week he's not on, I guess. But yeah. I, it was weird not seeing him. Yeah, man. But my bad. Good, no, yeah. no, you good. Uh, but no, so, uh, yeah, uh, from EO and Stark, we do see uh, a shotgun dropkick uh, from uh, EO to Dolan. Uh, we do see stereo diving missile dropkicks by the champs at some point. A uh, good little moonsault plancha to a uh, toxic attraction on the floor from EO. Tiger Fink kick as well. Uh, she hits her shotgun dropkick and a two-for-one crossface that yeah. we see. But Mandy helps him get the rope break. From Stark, we do see an apron spinning heel kick and kind of a slingshot corkscrew senton is only thing I could, it was like she she did this thing where she springboarded turned around like 180 and then kind of did like a split leg motion which then twisted while she did that where it landed like an atomico it was uh very impressive they kind of made it seem like she landed some uh some tutelage from you know maybe uh getting uh, rubbing shoulders with eo or mm-hmm. something like that you know because mm-hmm. it was something i haven't seen her doing uh, at all we are both geniuses of the sky. We are friends. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do see a cross-body plancha to JC on the floor, a snap half-Nelson suplex, and uh, that sliding knee smash she likes to do for a near fall. But uh, we see Stark hit a Desperation Z360, then she hot-tags EO. Yeah, I didn't get that. And uh, when she hot-tags EO, she goes outside, and she kind of has this weird interaction with Mandy, who she's like, don't you dare, or you better calm down. She just keeps saying that over and over. It was like, she. I think she went to take out Gigi. Yeah. And just to make sure she wasn't finna, like, because I guess she was just, like, and she finna finish it. Yeah. But, like, back turned the whole time. But then I was like, yo. Like, that's why I was, like, when I was watching the match, I'm like, okay, Mandy didn't get overly involved in this match. No. Or, like, specifically mess with you like that. Which she, I thought it could have used a little bit of that. I wouldn't right? have been mad for, for, if she helped them win those titles. Ju- yeah, you know, just, just for the, the interaction that they had, you would have thought that that's what the deal was. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, that was kind of weird, and that was like that's why I was like, y'all know each other or something, yeah, like right. And then the camera just switches, and Eo's hitting the over the moon salt for the win, and you kind of uh, spot Zoe blocking uh, Gigi from running yeah. in, and you know, which I don't know if that was supposed to be the spot the whole time. I, who knows? I mean, they didn't even show which because when she tagged her in, I was like, why wouldn't you just go for the pin? Yeah. Or or when she tagged her, I was like, oh, okay, so that must mean she's gonna pull her in, into position for the moon salt, and she didn't. I was like. Yeah, and I thought this was gonna cost him the match. Yeah, yeah, right? for something, right? Yeah, that you know, that's what it end up, you know, her mistake. Like you should have went for the pin, yeah. or you know, whatever. However, she's gonna say, or maybe she would have joined Toxic Attraction. Like she's, she's like, I'm, I want to test myself. A, I don't need friends. I'm a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> I bring evil. I'm a baddie of the sky. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah, she's with evil too. Well, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, we get a uh, Braun Breaker vignette, which was good. Uh, it was. I, I, it, it was too much for me to write, but he does basically let let you know people know he wants that. He belt. said, "You want a friend? Get a dog." Make no bones about it. I was like, man, the only thing you're missing is saying, bite me. <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. waiting for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he used to do it. You don't like me, bite me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, but uh, we go to like, solid. a FaceTime interview. Yeah, yeah he, with, they, with they the said he, he FaceTimed in, and I recognized the gym because I remember that's, yeah, that's, that, that's his gym. the same, yeah. you know, he's usually doing all that shit. Yeah, I remember when he was yeah rehabbing that shoulder and that yeah. neck, yeah. But he responds to Breaker's Challenge. He uh, basically says, hey, it took me uh, 908 days to get this title back, yeah, man. Uh, and I never lost it in the first place, and he has very little doubt in his mind that Breaker uh, versus Champa will, you know, 
or he says that it will it will happen eventually. He like, said sooner than later. You yeah, sure. exactly. And then he yeah. says, but when it does, Braun will drown in an ocean of experience before kissing Goldie and saying goodbye to yeah, everybody. The way he said it too was, no one beat me for it, and they're not going to start beating me now. Yeah. Which I mean, like I said, I I did when he said that. I'm like, what do you mean? And I look back. I'm like. Whoa, the last time he was champ was literally in 2018. What yeah. the fuck? Like, that's crazy. Like, and, and and didn't even, I don't think. Because you see who it got traded against. And I think he got distracted with Finn when he came back. Yeah. Is what but, happened, but never right? got, like, he would be in matches, but never won. Yeah. And it was just kind of crazy. Because then he started doing the tag team thing and was away from it for a while, too. And you're like, yeah, it was just on Adam Cole and then Karrion Cross and Keith Lee and. Johnny Gargano for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, for real. But like, just, just those four guys for the last three years, that's crazy. Yeah, you know. Right, but just passing Goldie around like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> like, like, like no. she used to be mine. <laughs> no, DIY it sounds so she's dirty. Around, around every waist in town. Man. Uh, this brings us to a short match. We got Boa, uh, Tian Shaw's in the building. Yeah. Boa, T- flanked T- by, Shaw, baby. Yeah, by Mei Ying. Or is it Mei Ling? Mei Ying, I think it is. Mei Ying, yeah. Uh, going against Andre Chase, who's got uh, seemingly a renewed uh, sort of Chris Nowinski I was, type yeah, of yeah, a little uh, bit. Chase U, which I guess is a dumb. I mean, it, that sounds like some Bruce Pritchard stupid shit. Now, you know if, I, mean? I don't know if you saw, you must have missed the first uh, uh, vignette he had where he was in a classroom addressing oh. people. And some guy had said something like, But you lost last week. Hey, the fuck said they blanked him out. Get the fuck out of here. Like, he dropped the F-bomb and everything. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it was like one guy that was trying to be, like, the wise guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't see who. And like, he had that one-liner, right, during the uh, during the wedding. Yeah. I forgot what it was where he's like, this could be a learning moment for us all or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I see why he yeah. was doing Okay, so, but, yeah, I mean, from Boa, we get typical kicks, knee lifts, et cetera, strikes. Uh, Chase actually hits a nice-looking uh, swinging neckbreaker and a kneeling uh, camel clutch that I thought was going to actually get him the, you know, maybe the technical Yeah, that win. camo was, was pretty, yeah. Was, yeah, man, was, but Chase gets a face full of smoke while he's on the floor for Mei Ying before uh, Boa hits a falling reverse DDT a la Christian Cage for the win. Uh yeah, that's, hey, that's nothing more to. Hey, that's a dope. That's a dope finish. Yeah, no, it is. You know, I, I uh, wouldn't. Yeah, that's. Yeah, do no, some. No, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. Some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, next we get uh, Roddy Strong defending his cruiserweight title against Grayson Waller. Uh, and yeah, man, this one starts off uh kind of really fast. I mean, I don't think. I mean, before the bell, you know, they they kind of clear it up. But you know, Strong hits his uh, normal backbreakers. You see a pendulum. Uh, he actually counters a uh, kind of the Harlem sidekick is what it looked like. He kind of hits that cradled backbreaker. He usually does when he yep, yanks him yep. off the uh, top rope. Uh, Waller though does uh, get a little bit of offense. Nice diving shotgun dropkick for a guy his size. Uh, we see a discus form smash. Uh, kind of what I would call a dunk contest esque elbow drop. Uh, definitely something <laughs> yeah. that was entertaining. But uh, yeah, no, it, it wasn't bad. You know, uh, he does it a nice little chope senton plancha, and then uh, rolls in from ringside and pops up to hit a jumping stunner, which would look really cool for a near fall. I haven't seen something that cool in a little bit, but I don't know if I want to see that every match. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know, Unless it's I, like just from anywhere. You know, I know Lince. He does like the handspring into like like the kind of like the lethal cutter, but he does it into a stunner. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That I've one seen I've that. seen, but yeah, this fool from like, yeah, that was that was crazy. Yeah, no, de- definitely. I think there's only a few people. I think like Will Osprey's done that kind of thing where he'll get thrown out, circle oh, around, yeah, yeah, run and tumble in and hit something. Like, you know? I, and I remember Kofi. I was about to say yeah. Kofi used to enter the ring like that. Yeah, that's back right. In the day. Yeah, man. 
But, uh, yeah, we see the finish where Waller tries to uh, go for a running attack with strong counters with a jumping knee smash for the win, defending <laughs> yeah. that title, man. I mean, uh, they're protecting that knee, too, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Definitely are, man. Uh, this takes us to a uh, backstage segment with L.A. Knight. Uh, yeah. Asked about uh, challenging Odyssey Jones next week. He says he's focused on being the NXT champ, and he won't let some newbie spewing a bunch of BS about the million-dollar megastar. Just you know, but he gets actually startled from behind by a hand slamming on his shoulder, which ends up belonging to Odyssey Jones. Uh, he explains, you know what? I might be new, but he promises that uh, you know LA has never seen anyone like him in the ring. And uh, at this point, Andre Chase randomly walks in the frame, complaining that his match was bullshit you know you can hear it clear as day i don't know if it's live if they forgot to, to blank nah, it out they've, they've been letting i mean i did stuff, hear yeah. reports that vince does want his programs to start feeling a little bit more grown up which i'm sure i mean you know they've seen how many times the s-bonds have been dropped and handed out i mean they ain't know. gonna let nobody say pussy on tv like jericho but you know yeah which is great i though. mean it would be better than saying coward half the time yeah he was like i'll, <laughs> t- I'll take that l bro like you ran like a little Bitch ass Mark. Man. <laughs> Who else can I say that? Mark ass bitch. Mark ass bitch. How about bitch ass Mark? But <laughs> he like comes, it. Mark Henry comes out. Who you talking about, Vince? Like, go back to the other company, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot left in this tank, Vince. <laughs> Not anymore, pal. Oh, man. That's why but, we embarrassed uh, you on the way out. But yeah, he, <laughs> man. But, uh, yeah, he talks about how it's bullshit, which uh, basically yeah. is a long enough distraction to allow Knight to cheap shot Jones with a punch before yeah, that saying. Was, the way he was just looking at him like, bitch. <laughs> yeah, straight <laughs> like, up, straight, straight up. up. Yeah. And he just says, uh, I'll see you uh, like this next week. Uh, <laughs> if, but, if Sneak was a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was a person, like, yeah. just like, boop. Yeah, LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, we do see a vignette from uh, another new uh, talent named Dante Chen. He uh, says he's here to represent the spirit of Singapore and its people. And uh, yeah, I lives by he had a Cole match already. Of, yeah, oh, I okay. Him. Yeah, he had a match. Oh, last, last week. week I did yeah. hear. Him. Yeah, uh, says that he lives by the code of passion, precision, and perseverance. So that's uh, three P's. The three P's. Come on, Angle. Yep. I mean, eyes. he didn't call him that, but that's just what he said, you know. Uh, and then uh, we do see a kind of a weird interview. We see Trey, Trey Baxter, uh, who, I don't know, his, the way they're using him is up and down. It, it's it's kind of a travesty. His, his in-ring counter is, counters the personality yeah. that they're giving him. It's it's like Maybe it's almost to... like Jamie Noble when he first came in because it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, they made him so redneck. If you redneck didn't know better, shit. yeah, yeah dude, for sure. And I did. I surely did know better. I got worked for sure. Man. But, yeah, with him – I seen him live. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Yeah. So when I heard he was getting, you know, getting looked at and made the the class, I was like, "That's what's up." But yeah, you haven't seen half of what he's capable of yet on TV. I'll tell you that. But maybe right now they're trying to figure out what the personality is or the character behind the move set, like we were talking about before. You know what I mean? So yeah, and they, I mean with this, it was kind of weird because he's there with Core Jade, and I yeah. guess they kissed last week and. You know, she talks about she's going to debut next week. She's only 20 years old. And, you know, she's talking about how, she, you know, it's all about the young guns right now. She's like the youngest. So she's just hopeful. She says uh, she's hopeful to make NXT the generation of Jade. And Trey just goes, you know, oh, just don't do what I did last week. She goes, oh, I'm not going to do what you did, you know, or what, which I don't, you know, didn't really mean much to me. And they just kind of kiss and. Barrett kind of goes, oh, I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to fabricate a relationship to get themselves some TV time on this new NXT 2.0. Not on my watch, Wale. Not, not when there's a whole band of baddies among us. 
<laughs> trying to get rid of these hustlers and these He's like, busters. I got, if they think that's going to fly, I got bad news for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we get a kind of a new segment called Lashing Out with Lash Legend. Not a I've, fan. They did already tra- uh, file a trademark for this. Um, got you. I wasn't sure what to make of this. I guess yeah. it was kind of like a Wendy Williams-esque type of situation. Yeah. Uh, she talks about the draft coming up on SmackDown, says she knows all about drafts, says she holds the record in basketball for most uh, rebounds in a single game at 27 rebounds. And actually, that earned her a WNBA draft spot, apparently, though she doesn't come back from that. So it's like, that's pretty cool. So, no, it is, but it's like, but did you take it or, you know, because you didn't talk about what so, team you made it to or whatever? Happened? Yeah, you know, it's kind of a weird accolade to bring up. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, talks about Trey and Cora, then advises Cora to find a real man like Ikaminjiro, which I don't know where that came really? from. Yeah, and, you know, She d- back in the jacket, dick? Yeah, yeah. Straight up, had him <laughs> all there. And then uh, she gives lash out of the week to Andre Chase and calls him a Pee Wee Herman lookalike before she basically wow. ends the show. That's Says, like- you know, he won't come on her show to do that because she'll beat his you-know-what. And, you know, it was just kind of like, okay, sassy uh, host hostess of color, See, like, I guess. I, like, I just saw somebody on the internet talking about, I'm tired of them doing this angry black woman <laughs> shit when they went to Naomi, but I was like, I feel like Naomi was good standing up for herself. Yeah, no, I don't so, think but it's But then angry. when I see this, I'm like, this is more like the snappy, snappy stereotype. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, some yeah. people see stuff differently, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, man. It didn't really do not much for me, but uh, hearing the WNBA thing definitely has me interested. I want to see what she's going to do in the ring. Yeah, no, definitely. For that reason alone. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know why. Definitely. I mean, this uh, brings us to a match. Ridge Holland, uh, accompanied by Pete Dunn, going against Kyle O'Reilly. He's making his entrance, and Kyle actually uh, attacks him from behind, starts brawling with both of them uh, during their entrance before the referees run in and separate them. Uh, We come back from break. And uh, we start the match off. I mean, Ridge is just with a plethora of fucking offense, man. I mean, capture suplex. Yep. He hits that backbreaker and head arm suplex combo. Hit locks and bear hug. We see a tilt to world slam as well. And a deadlift gut wrench powerbomb before uh, Kyle, he gets his in. You know, we get a volley of strikes, if you will. Uh, and he does hit that nice little uh, kick knee and sweep combo as well as a dragon screw and PK combo. Uh, we do see a cross arm bar he fights for and a uh, KTFO as well. And uh, surprisingly, we do see uh, Kyle, he goes for, uh, he attempts to go for the diving knee drop, which I thought was way too early in terms of, like, the, you know, string of offense that actually landed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, Pete jumps up on the apron to distract him. But uh, Ridge tried to attack him from behind, but he's able to counter this rear attack and uh, turn into a schoolboy pin for, uh, a schoolboy for the pin, I should say, for the win. Uh, it's more or less what I should. <laughs> the most devastating move in all of pro wrestling? Yeah, the schoolboy. And uh, post-match, though, we see uh, Ridge clock K- uh, Kyle O'Reilly. He wasn't able to celebrate too early. Uh, he hits him with a clothesline from behind. Pete jumps in as well. And we see none other than dun, 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 Van <sighs> Wagner like run down to fight the heels off with Kyle and uh, make the save, which I get it. They're trying to string the whole, hey, I helped you before, which garnered me the title shot. And then here I am to help you again. But it's like no one wants it. Like, why? It's like this is where you bring fish in, you know, before you release them. Like that—that's how you how you do that. Like Red Dragon versus Ridge and Pete Dunn would have been a treat, you know. They never they had a, been great. They never the got tag. the team up again when yeah. he when he finally came back. You're right, and and they would have been a great addition to the tag division. And who you know who is naming their son Van, <sighs> or is Van Wagner supposed to be like a last name thing? I don't know, man. Because I don't like. Give, I, give me something to latch on to. Give me something to invest Word. in. Give me something that's gonna. 
make me want to figure out more about this guy and watch next week and pay more attention to him because he's not word. he's not doing that for me right now. N word, all of that, everything you just said. Like seriously, man. Like I don't know, but hey, it's two point I, I, I get you again. You know, it's it's. Evident by the new logo, they throwing paint on the wall, literally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And seeing what sticks, but... And trying to get rid of these but, haters and these busters. Like, yeah. <laughs> selling out. Or, trying to get rid of these haters and busters, Wade. <laughs> oh, Betty's <laughs> in the building. Oh, man. But the other thing... Uh, but Wade, hold on. Um, it's me, Vic. No, no, no. Did you see, by the way, that when, after she uh, delivered the uh, wedding, she said, like, I also do, like, bar mitzvahs and she said, like, seances or something like that. And I was like, that was weird. Why would you say that? So, you know? who, who died is coming back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was it's like, Velveteen I was like, Velveteen Nightmare. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. The oh, Velveteen man. Demon. Oh, man. Because, you know, we got uh, Halloween coming up. Oh, so geez. You, you never know. But I was yeah. just going to say, it's weird how it's just like, and I'm, I'm and, you know, even though I was just a sub for that, for you in that four-way, I'm still getting in your business. What for? Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah, because that could don't do what Breaker's doing. That could have been his whole angle. Like I actually just stepped in because I I already saw that you were too hurt, and I decided, well, this is opportunity for me to take your spot. You know what I mean? But now it's got to be he got to be here, man. Now you owe me some favors, uh, vet veteran Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, cool Kyle. Like we'll see how cool he is. I mean, he has to be a heel, Van Wagner, because no one likes him. Nope. And that's easy to build Man. off of. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. But this brings us to a vignette of uh, Tony D'Angelo, who will be debuting next week. And speaking of next week, you also have, uh, I think, and I believe that's like the second or third vignette of uh, D'Angelo, I should say. But next week for- Is that uh, his name, Tony? Tony D'Angelo. I think they just changed it, because I thought before his name was, uh, wasn't it Mike D'Angelo? I, 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 Mike I Michael or Michael or something notes. like that? Because, <laughs> I mean, what I told you before, maybe they found out what the name really was, and they were like, no, we're- it's Tony. Yeah, it might. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> and maybe it's Anthony D'Angelo. Maybe it's maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, maybe maybe it's Tony for short. But for hey, show. you know, we Anyways. don't want to call it Hill Tony. Hey, oh. Hey, <laughs> hey. But uh, next week we do have an eight man tag team. Uh, that was a re- the result of that tag team title like segment. We have MSK teaming up with uh, Briggs and Jensen going against the Grizzled Young Veterans and Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes, which I thought was weird because it seems like now Hayes is kind of slated as a heel. He he kind of, yeah. I've been noticing a little bit because I felt like that's what the beatdown on Duke was supposed to be. But I'm like, well, you can't do that. Oh, on, that's right. That's you right. You can't yeah. do that on a dude that's like kind of the cocky heel and then like expect him not to get like cheered for it. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, Duke needs to be in Wet Van Wagner spot. Seriously, dude. What is going man. on? Ah, but he already had that deal with Kyle. Uh, before where they had that match or that that scuff up in the, in the whenever he had a chocolate. Oh yeah, he fucking yeah, beat, he just yeah. <laughs> punched his ass. Yeah, you're right. Man. But uh, we also got the aforementioned Odyssey Jones taking on L.A. Knight. I just hope yeah. this isn't Knight putting over all the young guys That's again. What it but is. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then we uh, get to the main event: women's title match. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Big Mommy Cool, defending against Frankie Monet, who's of course flanked by. Uh, Jesse Camilla, a.k.a. Uh, the first lady of, uh, or the second lady of Hit Row, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, uh, of course, Robert Stone. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, a really good match for both ladies. Um, you know, I mean, they both hit some, you know, they're, they're I would say they're more known, um, 
I mean, there was a lot of brawling back and forth, but, you know, some of the offense that we like to see, I know, you know, Monet's known for doing that double foot stomp from her, you know, Valkyrie days, I should say, you know what I mean? And yeah, it's, it's, hard, that, it's hard to, like, once you're locked in into, like, a the new yeah <laughs> identity had to go back to it's like, tough because it just seems like oh wait a loca hit the lotto and now she lives in you know the hills and yeah right you know it's, i mean it, it's, now she has, yeah just d- <laughs> seasonal residences and yeah different places it, it's crazy yeah it's like oh you came up <laughs> it's kind of how it is but uh which you know she's but, but, in wwe the, but, i guess that's the best way to put it but, but to say carefully mm-hmm. she's uh an opponent of similar stature yep so I felt like that's why this made this match really good. Yeah, I was I've always been intrigued on if and when this was happening, especially when Monet came over and we were trying to figure out what the title picture was still, you know, going on like at the time with I think EO and Raquel and some other people. But yeah, man, um I I love that Vader bomb like Centon that she does in the corner Raquel does. Yeah, she I hit do. that as well. But uh yeah, we do see uh Frankie, she hits some repeated kicks to Raquel in the face, and then she goes for a running boot off the ropes. Raquel would then catch her for the Chingona bomb for the win. Post match, though, uh, Frankie regroups with uh, you know the Robert Stone brand on the ramp. You know, post loss, and Toxic Attraction comes out and attacks them from behind before surrounding Raquel in the apron shield style. I will say, uh, before no, 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 well, or Nexus riot style, Nexus style, <laughs> Riot Squad style. Oh, that, that's oh, what it felt like was Riot Squad. Well, I right? say Nexus because that's what. Uh, what's his name said on uh, commentary? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. I did guess that. Uh, but yeah, they, after they stalk the champ a little bit, the uh, toxic attraction make a move, and uh, Raquel fights them off at first until she's triple teamed, and then uh, we finally see JC and Monet. Uh, not Monet, I should say JC and uh, Gigi hold down the champ as Mandy hits her bicycle knee smash before she picks up the title belt uh, and raises it to end the show. And that was NXT 2.0 this week. Uh, still a lot of haters and busters, but we're still working on getting rid of them. And, and you know, it's funny. I just said it off the cuff right now, but, but I know we're going to go into a quick break. But, dude, NXT 2.0, what if there's a Nexus 2.0? Like, like, would this not be a perfect time if Wade stepped off the yeah. commentary yeah. group and, like, had all this new fresh blood to pick to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd like, be good because then you get kind of. And, and, like, the, mm-hmm. the Duke Hudson's and. Oh man, yeah, Duke and Braun on a squad would be perfect. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not too, if maybe, you want to have Wagner in there. I think it might be too I, I, many. I, no, I wouldn't put Wagner in there. I'd put like Carmelo in there. I would say maybe Trick and Carmelo. I don't know if he'd want Trick in there because he's he's what are they talking in riddles? <laughs> True, but at the same time, I think he you know. But I like Nexus. He likes it's a Carmelo's, big group. Uh, it's a melting pot of talent. Yeah, that's true. And then like you still had Heath and Justin Gabriel, who were like the resident tag team on that uh, for a little. That's bit. true. Because they, I mean, that's great. I mean, if you think about it, they they were multiple time tag team champions. You know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It'd be a perfect time for him to do it because of just like the timing of the new NXT, him mentioning Nexus, and it just like when I mentioned, it, I was like, huh. Mm-hmm. He is the only one, rightfully, because he was the low key the leader last time. Yeah, and he's there. Like, it would make. I mean, and the fact that he can come in at a position of being a commentator. I'll be honest. NXT, that would be you know the I mean? only thing that would make me get really 
interesting. Back into it yeah, a little yeah. bit, right? Especially if he's trying to go after the and it could be the old guard, yeah, trying to, like no, the yeah, Garganos you, you, and the right. Champas. Because and, he could eventually even get rip. replaced by like maybe oh, a Bivens down the line. Who he knows? he like, could probably you know I mean? get, oh that's true because like he's yeah. kind of the of old guard as well, even though he's stepped away from the from the ring all for a while from a WWE ring I should say for a while. But that that definitely could work. He'd be the one to make that work. There's definitely a lot of different people. He'd probably get I uh, just, Holland, Rich Holland in there for sure. Yeah, see that's the thing. He would that would mean he would have to pry him from pete from, dunn from Dun, yeah and uh but at the same time i need something a little fresh from dunn as no, much he as probably, that sounds you know what, weird if he doesn't he, he could probably get the grizzly young vets more than that'd anything. be great actually that those that'd two be, that, that could be that resident tag team yeah you're yeah you're about, right you know those I mean? two guys and then the other two you were talking about um and uh shit, maybe if you got odyssey jones to be a monster heel though like where he's not like all He's, he's, he's like the Michael Tarver and the Darren Young rolled like, like, can you imagine they're jumping somebody, then he runs down and people start cheering, and then, you know, it's on some ECW against, you know, NWCW, but joining, and they're, like, realizing, oh, wait, that's Rhino, Taz, and the Dudleys going against EC. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, oh, we fucked up. I, I mean, and that was one of those, that, that, that was a, one of the smart mark moments. If you knew, you knew. And then when yeah. you go up later, you're like, oh, this was so good. We didn't even know yeah. it. But no, you're right. But a nah. Duke Hudson, a Braun Breaker, GYV, and I don't know, maybe Odyssey. That'd be pretty dope. They're, they got some, I mean, you know. not. I don't want it as big as it was last time. But no, like no, I'm not saying like six guys. Or, yeah, I mean, I'd rather it be like five. A five with because him as two are a tag team. I'm thinking five with him as a talking head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's five plus him. Yeah, that's tough because four is a tag team Duke and Bre- Breaker, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be a tag team, a mid card. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna wrestle or just be a mouthpiece. Yeah. But if he were to wrestle, I'd support it. <laughs> I almost feel like maybe it's better if he d- can't get Breaker, though. I mean, it'd be crazy for him not to be a part of that unless he was going to be on the same line. Like, if he was – they're gonna, if we're going to do a Iron Man, Captain America type shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Between him having to help Ciampa yeah. and guys like Gargano and but stuff. But begrudgingly, yeah. But, yeah, but also in the effort to try to help bridge that gap. But I'm like – He's basically CM Punk and new ECW against the new the – new Blood, uh, Nexus right? and all that. I mean, or what was it? The new breed. Remember where it was Monty and or Mon or you know he was Monty Brown. I forgot what his name was. And, oh, no, oh, you're talking and, about um or CM Punk was with the old Marcus Corvall. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like Thorn and those other guys. And, yeah, but, Elijah but, Burke and but Punk. And, yeah, exactly. But Punk uh, was in the middle and he was like with the OGs, low key, like yeah, with Dreamer and yeah. But he was like, hey, but I, I respect y'all. I don't fuck with them, but I'm I'm still new though. Shit, if they can pry Ridge though, and you got Pete, uh, yeah, this could be cool. This could be cool, especially if you got Survivor Series coming up I, soon. That, I mean, and and uh, they're going on. And this is all us fantasy booking. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's too soon to tell because the the I think the first night of the. Draft is what next Friday. It's it's this Friday. It's this Friday Smackdown, yeah. When this comes out, so I'm thinking like it's too soon, but they had announced that NXT is going to be a part of the draft. So you know yeah. what I mean. But I mean, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Maybe this time around next uh, year, we can get some uh, some guys. Because I mean, I'm not saying right away because not everyone's developed yet. Nah, you it's know not, what I mean? It's not there yet. But yeah, no, nah, I get you. Some some of them are ready. Some of, I mean, like I'm not trying to see Zion in there trying to be. Resident Justin Gabriel. It's not happening. Nah, I mean, <laughs> it's not happening, I bro. guess Waller could be him. 
you know, Waller's not a bad guy to throw in there too. I mean, he's got a good. Even though, I mean, because I'm mean, trying to think of guys he goes over the top to put over, and obviously he'd be like, "I'm gonna need Santos Escobar." Yes. <laughs> like, oh, man. it'd be like him talking shit to Regal. That'd be awesome. That would be good. Damn. Yeah. See. Don't worry. See, I'm at war myself. I'm half of me is going. Yeah. Why can't it be like this? And it's like, oh wait, I forget how much they listen into the things we say and pitch, and then all of a sudden, some version some, of it some version. gets back on TV. Like, how long ago have you guys been pitching? You know, hurt business, re- getting back and feuding Man, with first other of all, factions. We, we, like, we, we pitched that they never even broke up. Yeah, with, but so but but so feuding yeah. with other. You know, but yeah. yeah, it, yeah I mean, so. for me, it's just like, I it's it'll be cool. I think. If they invested in something like that, like you said, it would get a lot of other people invested because it helps those people that they're really trying to get over yeah. in the crowd get invested in them. Because y'all got factions that are just yeah. interacting with each other, which is just Hit Row and LDF, and they're not, you know, nothing substantial is really happening. I mean, dude, imagine, it, like you said, like you refer to the same the same segment, like the, that time where Paul Heyman gets up from the desk. Yeah. He's just like, I've been sitting here against you two blubbering about index this and you yeah know, it's like, seriously oh, i got some bad news big pop and then it's like nexus is back yeah the fuck. it's nexus 2.0 that would be awesome yeah because he exactly especially if you have vince and bruce yeah <laughs> like it's kind of like they man hey uh vince you kind of want to do uh, that thing we did back in the day man. no fucking neck okay so let's cut it off for now yeah there's yeah a we chance definitely we gotta... can salvage some more ideas to bring McFly in and maybe turn this into maybe the, you know, how, we definitely how to, to get that. over. Definitely need Probably First in a while, you know what I mean? Because how to get NXT 2.0 yeah. over. <laughs> Nexus 2.0. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. As a whole, the, the brand. But uh, now I know we got to pay some bills. Man. Yeah, let's go, let's go on. do that real quick. And of course, we're going to be right back because it's Wednesday and you know what that means. Whew. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, what's good? What's good? Quincy Jones going here. You know, I always got to hit y'all with that brand new wave, and that is the new era in the merch game. Shout out to Storyline Tees. As we drop this episode, they dropped their very newest design. Shout out to at Dartalian21X, the artist behind the brand new, the almighty T. Of course, featuring the new almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley, and of course, you see MVP in the foreground as well as you see the upcoming challenge of Oldberg. Yeah, I know. And also Kofi Kingston and Drew McIntyre. This is very well uh, drawn, very well, uh, uh, just very well put together. Again, shout out to Storyline Tees, always bringing that new. And, and I didn't even tell you all the best part. It looks like a comic book cover. That's their thing, man. It's their signature look. That's why I rock with them. It's just something different, you know what I mean? And again, they got different colors, as always, available for y'all. Different sizes as well. And make sure you go ahead to Storyline Tees LLC. That's on Instagram. Or go to StorylineTees.com and check out that brand new drop going down at noon this Friday. Like, right now, as you're listening to this. Go. Right now. And then cop one, cop me one. And then, uh, Doc, you were, no? Well, you know, we'll get back, you know, to, to you on Doc's order, but cop one, tell him who sent you. And all I got to say is, man, the era is back. And again, the brand new era in the merch game, and that storyline tease.
go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yo. Yep. 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 <laughs> What's going on? Your yeah, yeah, transportation yeah. game is on Pizzle, dog. I mean, you know, wavier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, you know, doing what we did. But, you know, yeah, we back, man. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we did have uh, the Rochester edition of AEW Dynamite. But, you know, I did have uh, something I wanted to share um, yeah. relative to the show. Um, and they talked about it actually in the beginning of the show, but there's a little bit more information behind it. Mm-hmm. So, for immediate release, John Huber Legacy Foundation. Um, starting on September 29th, yesterday, uh, the same day uh, as AEW makes his debut in uh, John Huber's hometown of Rochester, New York, his family and friends are announcing the creation of the John Huber Legacy Foundation. The foundation will focus on providing support to those uh, uh, people in creative fields who have not taken the next step in their career because of family obligations. Mm. Uh, quote from Amanda, John almost gave up on his dream of wrestling because of his family, but he got the call to move up to WWE while we were in the hospital with our first child. I can't think of a better way of honoring his commitment to family and his career than to help other people who are facing the same dilemma. Beginning in 2022, the foundation will select a group of creative individuals to support with resources, connections, practical skills, and direct funding. The cohort will meet throughout the year to learn from experts in areas including business planning, artist management, public relations, brand management, finances, and IP law. These skills and connections Mm -hmm. will help them provide for their families while also helping them pursue their dreams. Uh, another quote uh, from, from Chris Huber, many artists and wrestlers are never taught how to manage their finances, investments, mm. and assets in a way to make sure their families are secure. Like our father, John always wanted to make sure that he was making decisions that were the right decision, not only for his career, but also for his family. So Foundation is announced uh, for their first application round in early 2022. Oh, man. For more information, visit www.johnhuberlegacyfoundation.org or email info at johnhuberlegacyfoundation.org. So. I love all of that, man. Yeah, that th- I think that's just beautiful. And um, I don't know, I'm kind of lost for words, man. Like, I think that's just a really awesome thing that someone can provide. And, you know, let alone someone in the wrestling business, you know what I mean? That, that not like, you know, yes, it's you're a creative, you know, but I know that sometimes that genre is looked down on. You know, and so I just think it's awesome to really like it's kind of a trailblazing gesture, in my opinion. You know, I mean, I think it's really cool. I mean, and there are a lot of programs out there that do help a lot of families in different types of uh, scenarios and situations when it comes to work and stuff like that. But I like how unique this is where it's like, you know, it's not not necessarily like, oh, it's your fault because you had a family. So you can't follow your dreams and, you know, you're going to be. You know, just totally like regretting. No, it's like no, we're t- we're here to try to help provide and give the resources. I mean, just the amount of resources they listed here, like just the IP law thing. I think that's awesome. Yeah, man. Brand management, public relations, like that's. I, I mean, mean money management in general. I mean, like you said, it's, like it's, wrestlers yeah. and and artists because. You know, depending uh, the uh, direct circle around them, if it's not from a homegrown standpoint, like a support system, and it's from like a industry driven like <laughs> system, like yeah, you're not gonna have people there that are telling you to save your ducats. You know what I'm saying? So no, I think and, that's and really it's good. not. Yeah, if it's not to, you know openly spoken about or taught, I mean, even though some people will say, well, it's a, yeah, it's common sense. I'm like, yeah, but when you're young, making that kind of money, it's yeah. a different kind of zeros look way bigger. You know what I mean? Younger man, yeah, yeah, and then especially you're surrounded by a couple of sharks in the locker. I mean, I don't think that's the atmosphere in the locker room, but yeah. you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
Just the whole stereotype. Came a long thing. way, baby. A long uh, way. But yeah, this is kind of this is really cool. I don't want to say kind of. This is really cool. You yeah, know what I mean, absolutely. Um, and you know, like she said, uh, Amanda. You know, they can't think of a better way of honoring his commitment to his family and his career. And and people spoke volumes about that. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so I thought that was really cool to share. Um, another thing I wanted to share. This was kind of uh, kind of on the other way, but it is AEW again. Mm-hmm. Um, AW executive vice presidents, uh, vice presidents, I should say, uh, the uh, extremely violent uh, people <laughs> have reportedly lost some of the creative control that they once had when launching the company. Yeah. Uh, AW EVPs, Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, uh, from a new report from Cassidy Haynes of Body Slam, notes that they have essentially have had creative taken away from, or by, I'm sorry, taken away by AW president, CEO, general manager, and head of creative, Tony Khan. Uh, it was noted that creative was, quote, essentially completely taken away from the EVPs as everything now comes through Khan. AW talents are reportedly allowed and encouraged to pitch ideas or give suggestions, but, quote, creative is absolutely Khan's prerogative right now, end quote. Uh, it was said that at one point Cody was the only EVP to regular, regularly attend office meetings and was an office regular, but that role as well as, in, as his input with creative has greatly diminished. Uh, the report further noted that Matt Jackson's role as EVP was to help his wife Dana with merchandise. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Uh, while Nick Jackson is focused on handling uh, being the elite. Of course. Uh, Omega is very hands-on with the AEW games division and, quote, the gaming side of things while still helping to put together matches for the women's division. So Yeah. I, I saw it said uh, they were EVPs in name only now. I, uh, d- I did see that. So I'm like, yeah. what, like an online role? This is so. they no longer have final say in creative or talent hiring any of them. TK pulled back on the reins and took the power away from all. So that's interesting. But, you know, a lot of people wonder if that was one of those things that be, you know, in terms of changes, like, in, uh, you know, because we've heard countless text message, group text messages of pitches and stuff like that. But I wonder if it's, you know, we start seeing things that just weren't the best side of booking, whether it was like that dark order punching debacle. Yeah, I mean, stuff, we, we, like, you know, well, well, I think but you can't really predict, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder if it was like, a, OK, I need to get my hands on this and like really not, you know, what I mean, really put this through a, a filter. We can't just have everybody booking themselves. Basically, well, I, I think also Khan felt like. A little bit of pressure because that's what a lot of people think. Like that's a perception to think that like Khan is just his money mark and he just allows these guys to run him over and just book themselves. Which I don't think that's necessarily what was going on. But I think he also felt a uh, you know the same word prerogative to kind of want to. Yeah. I mean, especially after the Max Caster thing, he probably was already like in that kind of mood. Apparently, though, he said in that freestyle that he was never suspended in the first place. Really? Yeah, I guess that was a report I, I heard. Like. When they were talking about, I guess, the battle, you said that wasn't shown, I mean, he, right? he, he, said, he said, but it's funny because in that same thing, he said that, he, uh, like, basically he, like, says that he'll suspend him again. So I'm like, I don't know how it's going to be both. Yeah, it's a double, like, how, double how negative. How can it be again if it didn't happen once? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Oh, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, it, it is interesting because I, I would say that there has been kind of a different feel in uh, some of the booking with AEW as of late, but not super drastic. You know what I mean? But but the last month or so, you, it's, I mean, especially with the addition of rampage, like I think it's been really, yeah, very true. Very true. Um, but yeah, man, speaking of, uh, you know, booking AEW programming and whatnot, the whole lot, if you will, Lighten the fuse. uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's get into dynamite. Um, I regret to inform y'all off top. I mean, obviously we had a banger of an opener. I actually got to watch it with you, um, at the doctor's office before Adam leaving. Cole, uh, it was Adam Cole, baby, uh, with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Jack, jungle boy, Jack Purr. Yeah, Jack Purr. <laughs> Jack Purr. Um, and they had a great match. The unfortunate thing was I tried to go back to watch this match to get my notes proper. 
was not actually uh, unable to do so. No, um, I mean, a it, lot it, of places I went to try to watch this again, yeah. either unavailable, the the feed wasn't uh, you know reliable. It was yeah. you know. It, 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 even it, my DVR, it, it didn't even get the whole thing. So it, it was like just, that. I was watching it on Dish on live, you know, and it kind of was giving me the uh, the Iggy as well. But Triple H I says, mean, "No, <laughs> if I could just stop one from watching him." <laughs> but no, I mean, it was dope. We got to see that uh, running like uh, Hurricane Rana over that top rope yeah. to, to the apron. He usually does that on the on the tag matches, but I, I, yeah. I mean, you know, he they've been doing a good job. Yeah. Like he's another guy that he's going to be another homegrown talent. I, I've mentioned like Hobbs before. I feel like he's one of their few homegrown guys. Yeah. Um, that he's like I said, he, he does better every time I see him in a ring. Yeah, um, and he, and he did Jungle get Boy the, for sure too. Yeah, I was gonna say he, he did get the snare trap. Um, and oh I yeah, think, yeah. I do believe he almost had him, and then he pulled him back in, and then there was a little bit of hugging the raft, mule kick, low blow. You know, bows your uncle, hit the boom, lights out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it's uh, all about that. Boom. You know how it go. Quincy Jones, baby. Hey. Hey, man. Doc Lesnar with the streams, baby. No. Hey, <laughs> that. You, that you almost came in on some Jimmy Hart real quick, low key, without hey, without trying. Hey, baby. <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to Jimmy Hart because yeah. you know what? He seen us. Yep. He seen that we seen him. Yep. But we kept the gangster. Yeah, yeah. In Vegas. it was it was a respect. It's the, of, it's the untold stories y'all yeah. don't even know about. You go this way, I, I'll go this way. Day in the life, man. y'all y'all live it, but this is Tip this is hat. what we do. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm just saying, you. man. Um, but from here, we did have a little post match super elite ring promo. Yeah. Um, pretty much, you know, we, we start off where it says to be the elite, you have to be, I don't know, AEW world champion, Kenny Omega. You gotta, you know, be the impact tag team champions like the good brothers. Yeah, you gotta baby. be, you know, Adam Cole, baby. You mm-hmm. gotta be the greatest tag team in the young bucks. Uh, Adam Cole takes the mic then and says, you know, he beat jungle boy. And like he said, he would, and by himself heralds his undefeated streak in AEW, which I was like, so two and two, no, <laughs> I, I mean, guess three when you add the trails. <laughs> I feel like Loki, he's trying to build him up until he can go against Kenny. It's like, gonna, I've been building who, my wins up the whole time under your nose, Kenny. Oh, you talking about Coley Cole? Yeah, I still Coley think, Cole. I think there's room for a split down the road, but we'll see. Cole man. world, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kenny's know. the one that, you know. I'll show you what a fucking monster is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, then then uh, Nick Jackson, uh, he, he does his best to introduce Nakazawa as the best promo uh, ever. <laughs> yeah. uh, before Omega takes over the mic. It says Danielson took him to his limit and uh, kicked his head in, but the problem is that he couldn't get the job done and that he never uh, he's never getting the rematch or seeing him in the ring ever again before Danielson interrupts. Uh, Brian pretty much asked the crowd. Oh, I put Brian. Daniel pretty much. Or Brian, no, it is Brian. See, Brian. I, damn, see. I, Brian. I, crisscross. <laughs> uh, he asked the crowd if they want to see, you know, he, he pretty much drops the survey, says, you know, mm. they want to see the rematch between him and Omega. Fans obliged with the yes chant and say that, uh, you know, they want a rematch. He wants a rematch, but that Omega doesn't, doesn't have the balls to grant mm-hmm. him the rematch. Calls him Kenny No Balls, which mm-hmm. was uh, actually pretty funny because yeah. uh, send Omega in a frenzy is a live Rochester crowd. <laughs> yeah. Kenny No Balls. <laughs> I was like, wow, that actually got over. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Uh, Danielson says he, uh, he wants to see if anyone in the elite actually has balls. He challenges anyone in the elite before calling out reinforcements. In uh, Christian Cage, Kazarian, and the Jurassic Express, as the elites, uh, quote, scatter like roaches when the lights came on, as Tony Schiavone so eloquently mm, put it. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, I'm not sure, I think they signed actually a match between him and um, Nick Jackson, right? Yeah, for, for a rampage. That's going to be a, a treat, yes. actually. Um, yes. It's going to be, I mean, because I, I don't, like you know, not not taking anything away from any of the guys on the current roster, but I don't think he faced anybody, maybe someone like a Mustafa Ali. 
mm-hmm. back in WWE, but someone that's you know with the athleticism oh, of like thought, a Nick. Like, gotcha. Yeah, because I was thinking the other way. I thought I was like, I don't know if Nick has faced anyone that technically proficient either. He's gonna have you to find. I mean? so, he's gonna get his head kicked in. Is what he <laughs> yeah, is. it might be a first for both men. So he ain't gonna be, he, he, he's gonna get his head kicked in and actually think he's Macho yeah, Man for once. For real. I don't know. <laughs> uh, from here, we had a Lucha Brothers backstage interview. Uh, Andrade crashes it real early. They don't yeah. even get to say anything, but pretty much congratulates them on their title defense. Uh, when Andrade's assistant, I think it's Jose, right? Ah, uh, sure. I believe so. Um, or is it? I think it's Jose. Translates and asks Lucha Brothers uh, when was the last time they defeated their AAA Tag Team Championships as Andrade chimes in saying that he has many Lucha friends that can take their championships away from them, which I was like, yo, don't tell me you're going to be like, in six months, we got Roosh coming over. I mean, I was just you thinking I mean? about like, it, and right after we recorded it, I watched it, I was like, damn, that was quick. Damn. <laughs> like, yeah, right? It's like... It, I was like, I, I wonder who. I mean, it, and then it's also just like, just the the wonder of like, yo, he could. I mean, especially when you get AAA involved, there's a lot of other people. You know what I mean? That they can mm-hmm. even kind of like rotate in there. But I thought that was real interesting. Uh, Phoenix tells him anytime, anywhere. It's Penta throws up the Seattle Miedo. Um, you know, yeah, sending everybody home. You know, real happy. Yeah, he got to. I mean, I just love how he threw it right in his face. I mean. If you're not doing it in their face, are you even really? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that's that's where the whole no fear is. Jose like, uh, Garcia. I see. I, I, I know it. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Garcia. I'm gonna call him Mr. Yeah, Garcia. Her I think, wrestle talk. So. I think that's actually better calling him Mr. Garcia. That's yeah, kinda, there you go. Uh, or 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 they can call him Senor Garcia. Boom. I like that actually. Sorry, Chavo, Chavito. Matt's gonna come in. I need big money. That's my father-in-law's t- gimmick. I don't, I, Senior or Benjamin. I don't know if I told you, but the reason why they actually got uh, Chavo off uh, TV is because I think he had to go film um, something for. Uh, was it for heels? Maybe because I was also I know he's not working on. Because yeah, I told we didn't. It was uh, the the week that we didn't get together. I actually had the, the info and I totally forgot that. Like, oh, that was okay. the reason why they kind of cut that short because he had to go and film something for oh, a few weeks. Okay. So. Who knows? He may he may come back, but then again, I'm pretty sure they were like, "Oh, it's cool. We got Rick." Or like, "Okay, it's not cool. We don't have Rick. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure that one out." But anyways, from here we had Dante Martin and Matt Seidel versus Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson. Uh, Randy Rhodes and uh, Arn Anderson and company. Cody and, and Johnson to ringside. Mm-hmm. Um, match starts off light with uh, Cody getting a, a side headlock before tagging in Johnson, uh, who Anderson wanted apparently to start the match to begin with, uh, but Cody, I guess, insisted on starting. Uh, Johnson and Martin go head-to-head with some unique counters and athletic evasive maneuvers, which is uh, pretty much flippy dude. Uh, before going to picture-in-picture, picture, as both teams just start to brawl, Johnson hits a big tope to the outside, but Dante hits an even bigger one as he gets the extra bounce off the top rope. Uh, Seidel locks Johnson uh, in the bow and arrow uh, before tagging in Dante for the running ground swan- mm-hmm. uh, swanton. Cody tags back in uh, from the picture-in-picture picture as he hits the big power slam. Uh, but Martin hits the tilt-a-whirl head scissors out of nowhere. Uh, Cody takes Seidel off the apron with the disaster kick and hits the vertebraker on Dante Martin for the real near fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Punk kind of popped uh, for the uh, you know the fact that he kicked yeah, out he of kicked it. Kicked out, yeah. Uh, I mean, because I I think he actually won a few matches with that before yeah, no, too. Yeah, definitely. He, he put over um, the toughness of him. Yeah, Seidel is back in helping to fight back uh, Johnson and Cody as Dante hits the huge shotgun drop kick on Cody uh, before hitting the double jump moonsault for another near fall. Uh, Lee Johnson tagged himself in, but almost falls victim to a roll-up before nailing Seidel with the fisherman neck breaker. Uh, I, that's what I called it. I mean, it's uh, kind of what uh, 
Kevin Owens does with the pump handle. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's right. But mm-hmm. he kind of did like a fisherman, like he hooked the leg. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I did see that. Uh, neck breaker across the knee for the finish. Uh, much the Cody surprise, which I'm like, well, that's not how you sell your guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so funny because then you know if you guys, were, I don't know if you guys tuned into Roads to the Top, so it's kind of funny watching this in hindsight. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but post match, uh, Tony Schiavone tries to interview Cody and Lee on their win, but the crowd starts to rain down the booze as Cody tries to call out Malachi Black. But Arn Anderson interrupts and tells him to stop talking entirely yeah. and pretty much tears Cody a new one about how he pretty much has handled or mishandled the Malachi Black situation. Says the difference is if a man were to stop Cody at the light and try to carjack him, Cody would say, just take my car, but don't hurt me. While someone like me would pull out the Glock to the side of his temple and spill his brains all over the concrete because I'm Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, Strat. we're getting we're getting in there. And uh, he said, "He's from Brian Pillman, man." And said, <laughs> and, "That's why, dude." I was thinking in my head, I was like, "Yo, I was getting real nine like Pillman millimeter yeah. vibes on this, right?" And he says, and, "And he's not gonna coach a loser anymore," mm-hmm. as he tells Lee to come along and mentions that at least he listens to him. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay." I liked all this, but now in retrospect, a lot of this stuff is looking like it's just added drama for the show, so or the reality mm. show. So I hope not, but we'll see. Uh, and to pad what you said earlier, yeah, you're right. Chavo is off. Uh, he's basically working as the wrestling coordinator for Young Rock. That's actually. what it was. I was gonna say I know he was yeah. doing something where he was like coordinating, like doing stunts or something like that. Yeah. But- yeah, I was like, well, I know there's another wrestling show yeah, they, besides Hills. I just couldn't remember what it was. They said when uh, the season, the second season was renewed, they came up with an agreement where Chavo would work through All Out, and then they'd blow off the character, but he is expected back in AEW. So. I wonder what he's going to do. He's going to be like, I don't know where to just pop up with, a, with a Alex. <laughs> yeah, I was with you guys the whole time, eh? You <laughs> lie, we cheat, we steal. Honestly, I, I think he, he's going to try to do his best to, to well, uh, win, what's his name? His win name? him back over, yeah. Yeah, Maybe I can see Giving him the, the rematch with Pac or whatever it is. You know? I never said to do the rematch with Pac. Yeah, man. He's going to say something, right? Yeah, now. yeah. But I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> don't beat me. Uh, from here, we got John Moxley, Kingston, and Darby versus mm-hmm. uh, Bear. Stung. It, it's crazy. It's Bear, sting, but not yeah, it's, yeah, it's, stung. It's, it's stung. It's, it's John Muxley, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Eddie Kingston. No, 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 did you see? Did you hear CM Punk flame him? He's like, we got all kinds of people here. We even got Boston Red Sox fans. Yeah, yeah we're talking about you, Eddie. I'm like, no, he's not. You know, he's he's so New York. What are you oh, talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this fool ribbing him right oh, straight yeah. up, dude. Uh, but we we had Bear Country, uh, which I haven't seen them on on the main main show for a while. Yeah, but also. Anthony Green, who yeah, one know, of the guys who got released from. Yeah, uh, I actually saw him on a uh, dark segment. Uh, oh, really? Last okay. Week. Yeah, I, when I, I was literally, looking at somebody uh, their tape, but I was just like, oh wow. Okay, I, I didn't know how long he had been. But NXT contract is only thirty days. So. I, I just saw him actually in a picture with uh, Dirty Dango and someone else. Oh wow. Yeah, so they did like a, you know what I mean? It was like a few different people that, that I'm like, oh, I remember that guy and that guy and mm-hmm. that guy that were like together that did a show together or had gotcha, a segment at okay. a show or something. So that's why I was like, oh, he popping up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, JR, uh, it's the give him the heater, Ricky uh, line. Uh, yeah, I was like, just don't do it all the time, but it was cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, just just don't do it all the time. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't, don't, I'll play this. Don't, don't go uh, full Michael Cole on us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Mox time. Yeah, let's not do Whoa, that. Oh, don't do that. Uh, sorry, just one and done. You know? I get it. Boss time, Mox time, but I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Darby hits a few arm drags, starts to work the arm of Green. 
Before tagging in Eddie to a huge pop, Moxley tags in as well. He tries to chop down Bear Boulder before getting caught with some tag team offense from him and Boulder, or uh, from him and Bronson, I'm sorry. Bear Country try for another tag team move where he had him on his shoulders. I was like, I don't know what y'all about to do. Oh, they was going to do that, uh, what Casey and Caden did last oh, week. Oh, it's like a splash. chair splash, yeah. Man, I was like, but the, them being that size, I'm like, yo, thank, thank Eddie for being there and coming to prevent that because I was like, that's going to be, whew, you know, hits the German. Uh, Mox hits another snap German off the ropes as Darby also hits a coffin drop on the outside, taking out some of the guys before Mox and Kingston hit their finish, the violent crown for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, post-match, we see Sting for some reason. And, I, and I've talked about this before. There's been a match before where it was Darby versus Danny Garcia, mm-hmm. and then on the outside, like, you know, it's a regular match. It's like there's rules, but you just see uh, Sting just for whatever reason preemptively taking out 2.0, <laughs> yeah, who yeah. weren't even doing anything uh, yet. Yeah. And then I'm like... Oh, I guess Sting's a heel. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, let me but, just give you these uh, these chops. Let me, let me just take you out real quick. Yeah, and it's yeah. I'm like, post-match, Sting sends the people home happy and hits mm-hmm. Anthony Green with the singer death drop. I was like, poor guy. I bet that made his night. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, even he, he tried for that that uh, that double jump uh, crossbody oh, he does. Yeah, that's right, totally, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, man. That was so funny, too, the way they were like dude, getting like, pissed my, off. Like, you know, he hit me in the face, he hit you in the face. Oh, we going to get this motherfucker. But it's even then, it's like, like I mean, I don't know if that was me. I'm like, damn, so Mox can even take off his entrance gear for me? Like, all right, cool. I, I get Honestly, it. Honestly, like when I see those four, <laughs> I, it just reminds like they need a girl, and you'd have like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> like it's just such a that's actually really like, good, crazy yeah. group of guys. Like from Darby to Sting to to Mox and it, Eddie and imagine know. imagine it's uh, like Chris Statlander at one point, bro. <laughs> that'd, she, be she, that'd be legit. Um, or or Renee, who knows. That'd be kind of cool. Or maybe it's Kiara Hogan. Maybe we get a little flavor. Oh. Uh, oh, Did I say it like that? Oh. I think y'all know what I meant when I put the A on it. (laughs) Anyways, Ruby Soho, Mm -hmm. Britt Baker promo. Not much to say here. It was just kind of like a little uh, review of their match from last week on Grand Slam for the the Women's Championship. But um, She basically says, this ain't the last time. I'm going to keep collecting wins and come back for you. Really? Because I thought she said, look here, Tuts. Don't you ever look at my man again. Oh, no. Oh. Fell asleep to some of that old attitude era. <laughs> Vince Russo type. I was like, did they could say that about Cole? What is going on? He's like, stay away from my man. <laughs> uh, anyways, Matt Hardy and company are in the ring. Uh, he pretty much makes reference to the fact, which this is also, you know, an original scheduled debut. Uh, they were supposed to, you know, make his debut in Rochester last year. Uh, but Matt Hardy says that it was deleted because they didn't deserve him. I'm like, you can't just skip around gimmicks. Did you turn? I didn't see you turn. I didn't see you change clothes. There was yeah, no. He likes to do that at ringside too. There was knows. no water reincarnate. Were you drinking it? Did you bottle it? I'm sure yeah. Big Money Matt would have found a way to bottle that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, uh, Matt Hardy, TH2, Private Party, Butcher and Blade, and a guy I keep. I, I just haven't been able Jordan to catch his lane. Something. Thank you. I was like, I know they took someone else under their wing, but they don't do a good job. Like they yeah, didn't even I mention didn't, him in the whole match. I didn't even know he was. I was like, oh, is he a replacement? I was well, like, well, I was like, well, how they got? How is this a sixteen man? I was like, oh man, this is this guy real SmackDown real quick. I don't know why they needed a sixteen man. Yeah. To begin with, I mean, well, I guess this got real AW dark. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's against uh, Orange Cassidy and the entire Dark Order. Um, Private Party hit a dope flapjack bulldog spot. Yeah. I thought I was like, yo, you know, that was kind of like a three D. We, we like, literally made that up back in the day. Really? Yeah, or at least that was a move I thought would be cool, but I thought it'd be unsafe. Hey, if you said it, I, I believe it. Yeah, I, I remember. That. I, I remember trying to think of what other ways can you do a flapjack and a move, like you know. So I mean, I remember seeing a double team. Um, what do they call it? That uh, 
uh, the stun gun yeah. and go terribly wrong. I was like, oh, my I have God, seen that, yeah. too much too much bounce. Yeah. Uh, Orange Cassidy does what he does before Jack Evans jumps on him from behind and all 16 men brawl in the ring before picture in picture. But he got isolated by private party before they miss a silly string attempt. Orange tags in Stu Grayson, who goes on a tear before falling victim to the numbers game. And then, like you said, I mean, well, they double-team Grayson until he's able to hit the double Pele. Tags in Alex Reynolds, who cleans house. Him and Uno actually get a little bit of cool little offense going, but like you said, malfunction at the junction. Mm. They bump into each other. Orange tags himself back in. Uno and Reynolds are, are, are seen arguing on the outside as Uno and Grayson are seen walking away from the match before dot, dot, dot. Ty Conti, Anna Jay, Amanda Huber... Or I guess Mrs. Brody Lee. Uh, and, Boom. And, and negative one. Mm-hmm. Cut them off. Brody hits them with the rolled up papers. Yep. Yelling for them to get their act Big together. Pop. Yeah, Big huge pop. pop as they finally come together. Hit a, lit- a litany of offense illegally, of course. But oh, yeah. You know, fuck the, well, but I, I wrote, yeah. I wrote, but fuck the rules because it's fucking Brody Town. Yeah. Seriously. As Uno and Stu hit the fatality on top of it all for the win. Post-match, Brody Jr. and family hit the ring as Dark Order finally reconciles and hits a group hug. But... It's weird because you keep seeing Alan Angels keep, you know, dropping these hints that he's dropping the mask and like new beginnings. Yeah, I did see that. So yeah. I'm wondering I, what, what that what that's about. I wonder if it's just he doesn't want to wear a mask anymore. That yeah, could maybe be. I mean, no one else is that. really wearing besides uh, yeah. uh, uh, Uno, but mm-hmm. negative one as well. But Or there's 10, obviously. Yeah, very true, yeah. But I, I, I like the aesthetic if they were still going to do the five and dime thing, you know, so. We did get a Leo Rush promo here. Um <laughs> like I told you when we were talking about it before, I'm like, mm. yeah, I just wrote down uh, how I felt about it instead LBL of what happened. Leo, baby. Uh, says, Tony has been calling him to see if he's all elite, uh, which we can't confirm now because uh, the you yeah. know the, the logos have been out there, the, the art. Uh, goes on about his new nickname, LBO Leo. And what I wrote is this. Look, I'm sure that's all interesting, on-brand, and topically relatable. If you have to explain the premise behind your nickname, though, in that much detail, I'm already lost on it. Yeah. Uh, I know what he's capable of, just not too sure of the character I guess he's going in since AW already has a money man with big money Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, so you I'm can wondering. almost argue MJF a little bit too. Yeah, right? yeah, too. You know, so I'm wondering mm-hmm. where, where this is going. Um, but shout out to him because some pictures made the rounds. Him and Mark Henry yeah, are cool, man. Yeah. Um, I did see some funny pictures with him and like Adam Cole as well as uh, mm-hmm. him in private party as well. But yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah. cool to know. I mean, I know we were talking about like, but you know, the whole retiring thing and, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, hey, man, if he's feeling good. Like, I, I'm not I, a fan I, of him always doing that. Yeah, but it's like, and I'll be honest. When he said it, I really didn't believe it. Like, I was just like, all right, man, I mean, but you just had a baby. And you there's only one way you know to get this bread. And I don't know if you really want to go back on the challenge once your arm's rehabbed. You know what I mean? Like That could have been the re- partially a reason why it was, you know? Yeah, for but, sure, you know? So, but, yeah, not, not bad. I will say, uh, yeah, you're right. I think maybe it just needs to be simplified a little bit. You know, but who knows? Maybe this is their way of going with Cameron Grimes, like, you know, but on yeah. their, their version. But I, I agree. If you got to explain it, you already lost me a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it's like, yeah, it was, it was, it was like just, I'm like, oh, this is going to take a while. Like, I don't want yeah, to like, pitch who you are to a non-wrestling fan that just happened to walk in while I was watching you on TV. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my job. I'm like, you sound like a con man. <laughs> I was like, you sound like, yeah. I was like, the way he explained it, I'm like, you sound like you robbed Paul to pay Tom I was or whatever. whatever. You know what I mean? That, yeah. However it goes, I, don't, I know there's not a Tom in the Bible, but you know, yeah, John you. is it John? Yeah. Maybe John. Richard and Richard and, and, and uh, Laquisha. Man, <laughs> we got an FTR promo here. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, here's the quotables right here. Excuses are crutches for the weak and untalented. Uh, you know, pretty much Dak says they kind of got lost in uh, 
the saw, so to speak, with uh, you know Cash almost kind of losing his arm and mm-hmm. also dealing with uh, was it the whole Sting and Darby thing? But they say that they're uh, now refocused, which is bad news for the roster and good news for FTR in the Pinnacle because it's top guys out. Yes, sir. Sounds familiar. I gotta talk yeah. to these guys about that. Anyways, from here we got probably what I. It's fun. I mean, I I enjoy these segments, but they're getting a little bit more lengthy. Where I fit, like I'm having to condense it now. Mm-hmm. Dan Lambert promo with uh, Men of the Year. Yeah, uh, says Jericho had one of the best careers in the business. You know, speaking in present tense, if you got it. Uh, credits him with helping AEW survive, but says his uh, decision to confront him and the Men of the Year is what led to the end of his career. Uh, claims that they cut the head off the snake of AEW and that fans will no longer swing on the balls of Jericho. Yeah. Uh, Scorpio Sky talks about being one of the company's first champions and having the best win percentage since day one uh, and uh, pretty much grabbing the literal brass ring uh, and becoming the face of the the new generation, as yeah. he called it, or the, or the revolution, right? The sonic ring. Uh, but it wasn't good enough, but Dan Lambert sees what they ignore. He sees Sky as a main eventer. Ethan says that no one sees them as a threat because they don't paint their faces, throw up middle fingers, or swear, but they're tough guys with two black belts because he talks like a champ, looks like a champ, and rolls like a champ now that he's with Dan Lambert and the top team. So, pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say something. Uh, I believe he he's a – is he Canadian? Yeah. Why not just pair him with someone like Sean Spears? I think it would be so much <sighs> man, better. Yeah. Um, really, man. Sheesh. But – I do like Dan Lambert, but they don't need him to talk for them. No. that I mean, we've been saying that from day one, and then he's a gr- such a great promo that you're like, oh, we got to listen to these guys too. And then you're like, oh, well, why were you talking then? You know? Yeah, it's like, okay, now we're in part two. Like, you know, this is, this is a... Yeah, promo act two. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it'll, it's, it is interesting, but I still yeah. need to see more for uh, matches, man. Speaking of interesting, but I need to see more, we get a kind of a random Hikaru Shida uh, promo uh, where she's reflecting on her year in moving to America, becoming champion, and almost uh, having 50 wins in AEW as she's at 49. Uh, but she's facing Serena Deeb in her potential 50th match and 50th win. Well, I don't want to say 50th match. She probably had more than yeah. 50 matches, but mm-hmm. uh, her potential 50th win, you know. Uh, Serena challenged her to step into the deep dojo as the woman of a thousand holds. Uh, the women are set to face at AW's second anniversary show, which is yeah. really dope. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy to think that it's been, I mean, technically three years. Or, I mean, there's the year that they started, and then they've had the first, mm-hmm. you know, and then the second one. So this yeah, is it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. Um, from here, we had a tag match for the women's division. Uh, we had the Bunny and Penelope Ford versus uh, Ty J, mm-hmm. as uh, they're eloquently called, or I guess... We'll see how it fits. Do it for the people. <laughs> Ty J with the uh, matching outfits this week. Uh, quickly take out uh, Bunny and Ford before the bell. Conti hits those patented uh, judo arm throws on Ford before tagging uh, Anna J, who falls victim to the double team from Bunny and Ford. Finish comes, though, when Ford goes for the moonsault, but Anna moves out the way. Conti hits the, the Ty KO on Bunny on the outside as Anna locks in the Queen Slayer submission for the win. Post-match, negative one comes out to celebrate and get them yams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we had a kind of a triple header, a two-for-one here. Um, it was Jade, Nyla, and Thunder Rosa. Uh, I guess they're going to be facing each other on Rampage. Yeah, and a triple threat. I, I don't know if we've had many triple threats in AEW besides that one that they had, what, it was on Dynamite? Or was it, maybe it was, was it double? It, it was, was double. Revolution. It was Revolution. Because I was going to say, it wasn't double or nothing, right? 
Maybe it was it double was or nothing. It was double or nothing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay that makes sense. Yeah, because All Out just came and just knocked that shit. And and then you know what? Now that. I think about it, they had that one that was part of the first double or nothing with Darby, mm-hmm. Joey, and and uh, oh yeah, the uh, Cracker Barrel, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Havoc. What do they call it? Yeah, Cracker Barrel something. Cracker Barrel Roll. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know that they just kept changing the name of it because I kept yeah. forgetting it. But anyways, uh, Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose versus uh, Jade Cargill. I didn't catch what Rosa said, but she obviously had a huge warning in Spanish for both women. Uh, Nyla Rose definitely uh, she made her presence felt as well. But what, what made me laugh out loud <laughs> is that uh, Jade was like, "I'm gonna beat both these bitches." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, heels program, yes, woman empowerment." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this is let's, let's bring each other down. Now. <laughs> it was just it was just funny for me, mm-hmm. man. Um, from here we had an MJF uh, segment where I guess he just came out to the ring to cut a promo with good old War Dog there. Mm-hmm. Uh, talks about the four pillars in AEW. Names Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, said he beat both of them. He uh, quickly names Darby Allen, which I'm like, he didn't say he beat him, which I don't think he has. I don't think so either. They've, they've just had a lot of uh, mic time. I think they he's beat them in the Dynamite Battle Royal, I think. I was going to say, maybe maybe it's not but singles yeah. action. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't even know if they've even met in singles action, to be honest. True, yet. yeah. Um, but yeah, and also names himself. Uh, says he wants the company to be successful and that he's willing, willing to do anything to make that happen. As long as he gets what he feels like he deserves and says that without uh, him, the company ain't shit. Yeah. Can you believe that? I don't know if I believe it. I think he's one of the Can you believe reasons the goal you tune this- in, but I, I don't, he's not the main reason I tune in, not since Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole and them came through. I mean, no lie. Like I was I was surprised we didn't get Tony Schiavone going off off script like, oh, this little shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, Kenny, come on, you little asshole. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, scum of the year. No. Then Kenny goes and he's like, he, he deserves to be AW world champion, tells Tony Khan to play baller that he, ha- he has an old buddy from MLW and Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. I was like, oh, geez, really? We're doing this? Like, yeah. Uh, you mean when they passed on you and you got pushed by uh, Samoa Joe? Shit the f- Yeah. You so, remember because you did the same thing. Pepper's Fars remember When you had your little campaign, boy. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he, though? Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Lee Johnson, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Which Shotty is weird. Lee. It's like, why were, you, why were you in his camp, bro, yes. when, when you're supposed to be team uh, I was Nightmare? lost. Easily influenced. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, uh, I don't know if you caught that, but him and, um, I guess him and... Uh, Julia Harder to go are dating? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Um, I was surprised by that. Anyways, Darby Allen's music hits as he comes out to confront MJF. MJF tells him there's nothing wrong with being a number two guy, like Sting was. <laughs> I was yeah, like, man. oh, like, so what? Warrior, was Warrior number one? Or, yeah, or, or, I think or he's what's the context? Ho- I think he's saying Hogan. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Darby asks if he's done talking, tells him to leave if he's going to leave, and that nobody would even care if he did. Calls himself AW for life until death. Uh, asks MJF how he can even consider himself. The number one pillar in AW when he's when Darby's the only one out of the four he named that's even won a championship. Yeah, uh, MGF tries to expose Darby by revisiting his origin story about his uncle while claiming the wrong man died that night. Mm. Tries to go Darby into punching him, but Darby refrains and tells him that he's not going to allow him to break him down mentally and uh, tells him that he you know pretty much keep talking because you know he's just like get it all out now you yeah, know and yeah, MGF kind of just gets over you know just just stifled and just. Gets upset. Like, really? It's weird. It was like, he got really upset over yeah. telling him that he can't break him down. Yeah, I mean, Punk kind of said, you know, bullies hate when they, you know. Get, get shown conf- up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. But I also wonder, too, if he felt like that was a personal challenge. Like, okay, you don't think I can get in your head? I'm I'm leaving now to, to you know, find something dastardly that I yeah, can get in your head. Because he was like, oh, we're done. We're done. And then, you know, just him and Wardlow just kind of just left the ring out of nowhere. It was it was kind of. Bitches. It was weird. Um. Promo video, uh, Sammy versus Miro. Obviously, we got the main event. 
popping up in a few. Um, and this, this was, was kind of different because usually this is where they would have had more ma- match announcements, but we didn't get it actually this week. Um, this is where we would have yeah, right. let, let y'all know what, what was coming up. Yeah, we only got D. Bryan and Nick Jackson for uh, yeah, and I was I don't even know if they threat, right? I don't even know if they did the the prom the. Like I saw I, it. I saw. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was inside. Mm-hmm. I know they confirmed it on commentary a few mm-hmm. times. So, uh, but you know, it says that uh, you know he went from doing this in his backyard for nothing. So imagine what he's going to do to Miro in the biggest match of his career. Yeah, man. Um, you know, pretty straightforward, man. Uh, Sam McVar versus Miro, TNT Championship. You ready? Yeah. I said. Are you? Oh, sorry. That's that's. I'm Triple H. Oh, I thought you were Aaron Solo. (laughs) Uh, Sammy tried to start with the jumping knee, but Miro just swats him out of the air and rains down the clubs across Sammy's back. Continues the attack with a suplex, uh, the suplex, and stays on the attack with some stomps and body shots, not giving Sammy much space to breathe. Uh, Sammy tries to fight back, but Miro uh, he catches him with the back elbow before near fall. It was actually a pretty tight spin. I was like. I don't know if that was a sell so much as he just hit him. <laughs> uh, Miro uses Sammy's chain to choke and rake his face. Uh, Sammy then hits the huge cactus style, as I call it, crossbody into Miro, sending them both men out to the to the the floor. Uh, Sammy sidesteps Miro as he, his momentum takes him right into the ring steps. Uh, Sammy tried for the shooting star press, but Miro catches him and hits a belly to belly before picture in picture. Um, it just, I mean. Miro just knows how to look like a beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Straight up, yeah. Miro, and the thing is, that, that, that people could say what they want, like, "Oh, he didn't catch him flush." It ain't supposed to be. It's supposed to be ugly, bro. Yeah, like, it's seriously. A, this sport's not supposed to be look like that rehearsed. Like, you know, I'm, I feel a, I'm like a fan it, of that. If it looked perfect, it would have looked rehearsed. Yeah, in my opinion. exactly. So, especially it's, that kind of spot. And it's like he can't do that with everybody. It's not like everyone's gonna go for yeah. that move on Miro. You know. Um, Anyway, he continues the assault on Sammy on the outside of the ring with moments of Sammy firing up briefly before uh, Miro pretty much cut off his momentum once again. Uh, back from picture in picture, uh, Miro has Sammy in the chin lock, rest hold, you know how it go. Uh, but Sammy hits the impromptu jawbreaker to get some separation and tries for the running knee again, but falls victim uh, to Miro's violent, Im- what I call his uh, violent imagination, uh, pretty much just basking in the booze. Uh, a little bit yeah. too long, though, as Sammy finally nails a standing Spanish fly off the rebound, starts to put together some offense to continue taking advantage of a day's redeemer. Uh, Sammy sidesteps a running Miro in the corner who topples over to the outside as Sammy hits a huge corkscrew diving attack. Uh, Sammy gets him back in the ring, tries for the 630, but floats uh, floats into the roll-through roll, roll through as he sees Miro counter coming, but Miro then catches him midair for the swinging side slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess the, the swinging Uranagi, right? For a huge yeah, near fall. Uh, Miro starts to get frustrated as he single, uh, signals for the Machka kick. I don't know if he's calling it that, but you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but misses as Sammy follows with a, uh, a setup uh, jump. Oh, uh, oh, a set of jumping knees. Follows with the Inseguri and uh, climbs the top rope and hits the, the diving cutter on Miro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sammy signals for the, the GTH. I always have oh, to. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that's what he calls it. Mm-hmm. Uh, tries to pick up Miro, but Miro is way too heavy and hits the Machka kick for a near fall. Uh, Miro calls for the end, but Sammy rolls out of the ring. Uh, Miro, I guess, in a fit of a rage, rips off uh, all the top rope turnbuckle pads. Almost did for know. some reason. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like, "Nah, I, I'm, I'm ripping these off." God, shot, give me strength. Uh, shout, shots to Punk for uh, that George Steele reference. Yeah. yeah, I knew he was going to say somebody mm-hmm. had to say something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ref continues to count out Sammy at this point. Fuego comes out, though, and uh, help, tries to stop Miro, uh, but gets knocked off the apron for his troubles. Uh, Sammy, though, kind of uses that as a distraction, runs in and hits the knee uh, on Miro from behind, who runs face first into one of the exposed turnbuckles. Sammy then uses the Tornado DDT a la Fuego del Sol, baby, mm-hmm. uh, which I love, 
then hits the GTH and then sets him up for the 630 for, for the win. One, two, three. New AEW TNT champion. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm happy for uh, Sammy for sure. I halfway through, I was like, I can't. I don't know if they're gonna give it to him or not. Like, I feel like this might be a two match program, which I'm not. Mad I, at. I was thinking that we're gonna do that too. Maybe like uh, save, but the, but I thought about every um, every time that the, there was a title change and it's been on TV. Yeah, I believe. exactly on TNT. So, yeah. So and and when you think about it, it was the the night of Brody. Yep. I mean, the night he won it was just like, yo. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know, I like, mean, that night was insane. Yeah. And uh, I mean. It's crazy, too, because I, I did I, – I mean, I was really happy for Sammy. Love that Fuego came down, of course. Um, you know, I think he actually tried to give a little uh, uh, assistance, right, right, just before he was able to capitalize. So that was good. Well, like, he, he saw he kept going towards the turnbuckle pads, and he tried to, like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know, yeah, he, yeah. He's like, I make me back my car keys. <laughs> man. <laughs> my wife still ain't let me back in man, the house. Come on, let me get those back, man. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was a um, pretty solid show. Um yeah, I mean, I guess it's unfair to say – it's easy to say, but it's kind of unfair to say it was kind of a slight down from last week's show. But last week's show was was packed for a reason. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? no, no, definitely. Um, yeah. It was like a special edition. and yeah. But, you know, this this definitely was um, – I had a lot more storyline um, prog- progression. You know, we and had they, went the stuff with MJF moving away from yeah. uh, Pillman, and I, obviously. I, so. Honestly, I thought that uh, – they gave him a lot of time for the main event, which is good. Yeah, that was good. Um, it seems like maybe it's a little bit of finality with reuniting or getting everybody on the same page. Wink, wink. I know you used that earlier uh, with Dark Order. Uh, I will say I did like Cole finally kind of – I mean, even though it took Carl you know, leading the promo, there was a little more synergy with the Super Elite this week. You yeah, know? yeah. I actually liked, enjoyed Carl uh, doing his thing because yeah. he doesn't usually – He's usually just in the background. It's crazy. I forgot to address yeah. this, but in case you guys don't know, obviously you guys know that uh, they wanted Cole to like possibly change his look oh, to stay, yeah. and you know I was report, reported as such on the uh, you know Talk Is Jericho podcast. But uh, it's been revealed by Fightful uh, Select, I believe, who always got that uh, you know that hookup when it comes to the wrestling uh, media info for real. And uh, apparently, they wanted him to shave his head, my dude, which is insane. He's talking about the most luscious hair in the in the in the dub to, to like really. I mean, I, I mean, what was he gonna do? Like back Happy Corbin or something? You know what I mean? I I don't know what I don't know what Cole looks like without that long hair. I mean, that's like asking Shawn Michaels to I, shave his head. I, I was just gonna say like I'm a. But he did I, on his own. It's gonna be a dick move for me, seeing as I'm a huge Michaels fan. But you might as well have just had Shawn Michaels manage who you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Out of Cole to manage if you he already got the head shaved and he's basically yeah the more tenured version. <laughs> I would not. I mean, that's uh, the, of Cole. You know what I mean? Like it would have been like when Dolph showed up with his dyed hair, and then they changed oh, it immediately. You know, it like, was just like a. I don't know if that helped or made him look regular. You to dye now. your yeah. hair. <laughs> seriously, man. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, and I was gonna add too. Right, that's after like this, that Spartacus thing with Flair. I was bro. thinking that too as well, man. God. But uh, I was gonna add uh, right after he did win the title. Uh, yeah, Ramon yeah. Did say, hey, you know, there was there was uh, a little tap into the uh, was it the ro- roast, roast to the, the top, top yeah, reality show right after a, they were gonna have an interview during the first break. I did I get a chance to see it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, they you know he was there with the vlog crew, like you said, Alan Angels, yep. as well as Fuego. Um, pretty much asked him what was next and how he was feeling and had stuff. That and his Brody uh, shirt too. Yeah, yeah, that was a dope. I, I, I didn't even know where he got that because I had, that shit was dope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are asking him. We you know what's next. Uh, you know how he was feeling about the win, and you know, like you said, he was like, "Yo, I can't even rest." Like people are already in my DMs. Like Bobby Fish, you in my DMs. Like you don't yeah. even work here. Like 
He's out here saying he wants to challenge me. All right, next week, let's do it. But yeah. then, like, almost as if they heard their names called, but it wasn't. Dan Lambert just rolls, like, hey, we were just hanging out behind this wall and listening on your and your yeah, interviews to see if you're going to mention us or not. Yeah. You know and, of I mean? course, you didn't because, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it was just like, so, you know, we had a little uh, kind of a, what they like, a, a tiff, a little, yeah, little you, fight. You, you little, must little... not have thought you were actually going to win the title if that's who you called out. Like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, kind of get the he, argument. Yeah, because yeah. he was expecting him to obviously uh, nominate one of his boys who actually do work there as yeah. one of the first defenses but like he said like oh Bobby Fish is next week but we can do this tonight which I was like uh, I mean or y'all can you know you a fighting champion you know so let's 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 see if you know they get some because that's the thing we always said like these are two singles guys not like tag team guys but I guess the, I mean you know mm-hmm. are they going to go for the tag titles no but if they're going to go for the singles like the mid card it's like okay then who if they're going to be in the same ranked system is that kind of a problem like at one point they're going to have to face each other or I mean, how's yeah, that no, going to work? True. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I always I want, wondered how, how that. Unless they uh, get somebody else in the mix and they go into the, uh, the trios division, if and when it, it is uh, on and popping. That's true. Oh man! I mean, Sean Spears still wouldn't be a bad guy to add to it. But but you know what? I, I did enjoy, like you said, or I was talking about. There was a little bit of progression with certain things. I did like the fact that FTR did mention oh, the yeah. Pinnacle by name, so that was good. Um, and then you know there was some stuff with Arn and the whole Arn Anderson Cody thing, which I mean you know oh, yeah I like that you know a lot. people who obviously are, are starting to think that things are, <laughs> he's getting booed bro so like maybe they're they're gonna actually pull the trigger on that heel turn I know he doesn't want to be wrestling at forty so I mean I mean I think it's um, smart at this point I mean why not just give people what they want uh, I don't know if that's what they want I, but I mean I mean they, they, they want to boo want, him so yeah yeah that's Charles gonna say to they, boo, yeah. they don't want to boo him so I, I, that's definitely one of those things but yeah man that was a show. Um, yeah, yeah. That was 2.0, and that was Dynamite. Um, we'll see how we go uh, about the if we're going to re- resume the Rampage uh, yeah. review. I, I got at the man, I got in my shoot job. I, I started with a new company, same industry, but uh, hours a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Uh, the pay is great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I usually get home probably right before uh, it starts, but. Do a lot of physical stuff on my uh, my and then, shoot. and then you got the flow show on the next morning. I do. So, yeah, it's I a, do. It's a crazy turnaround. But I yeah. mean, but you know. You got to give the people what they want. And you know what? What we want is for you guys to make sure you're following us because I know y'all love to support us. We see it in the numbers, man. Everywhere, like not even just in the U.S., people are actually like they're running the likes up, fam. You know, it's it's, it's one of those uh, cool things to see whenever I get to upload a new episode. I get to see the new numbers. And it's like, damn, okay, this is cool, man. This is these this is good. This is I, I like to see people still engaging with us, still messing with us. And again, if you uh, are, aren't already following us, you can do so everywhere on social media. That's the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram. That's backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and of course at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Alternatively, if you want to support us monetarily, we do have some nice, dope, fresh design T-shirts. It's just easy enough. I got the logo on the front, little pocket tee for you, whatever you want to put in there. We we don't judge here at the Quincy Jones Show. You know what I'm saying? Nope. But you know, we, we, what we do is give you opportunities, and you know, save. You know, you're in a situation, and you don't got pockets. We got you. Yeah, we got you. Orange Cassidy, holler at us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can always uh, hit us up. We got uh, sizes from medium, large to XL, man. Um, just hit us up with your size. You know, ten bucks is a T, man. We're not, we're not in it for you know the gimmick like that. It's just you know, just a way for y'all to speak help, for help, yourself, help, help represent for us. You know, and that's uh, the Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can always find us everywhere you go to get your podcast every Friday, except last week, but we told y'all about that preemptively. But every other Friday, you can always find us everywhere, and that is Pandora, that is Spotify, that is uh, iTunes, that is Castbox, mm-hmm. that is SoundCloud, and of course, the great people at True One Hundred Radio. 
www.thebrandingshow.com uh, and stay tuned. I believe it's next Thursday. We're we'll, uh, supposed to be uh, going out there. I believe doing either some hosting or we're going to be making an appearance uh, for the True Fest festival going down, first ever. So check that out as well. Uh, yeah. Tune in to uh, True 100 Radio uh, if you're not already following. And um, yeah, man, uh, your boys are getting ready to go to the. Uh, Say the gun range pretty yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. So uh, get familiar and reacquainted with the music. Yeah, because, y'all, y'all, uh, y'all should just go ahead and meet us over by the woodshed. Winter's coming. We'll be you there. feel me? Yeah. You, you dig? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, Doc, let them know where to go to get that Fuego Fire uh, hey. five-star bars, if you will. You guys know what it is. D-O-C-L-E-S-N-A-R. There I are with the five-star bars. Go ahead and search that on any of your favorite platforms, and you will see what it is the, uh, that I've just been talking about. Every single week, I'm on this podcast. I did the giveaway. We did it last week. You guys know what it is. The streams are having a hard time keeping them down. This is awesome. Check out the music. If not just that album, check out you know audiovisual. Check out the whole catalog, man. While you're there, go ahead and check out my boy, because the link is there. Quincy Jones Go. He's also on that thing. Any platform you want, go ahead and search. And it's not just the podcast with us, man. It's the bars too, man. But you guys know what it is. Follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on uh, Instagram or at Doc underscore KGS pod. At Doc Lesnar on TikTok. Make sure you follow me on that because I have tons of fun with all the little TikToks I'm doing no, with all the rest uh, of the memes. I'm putting on for the culture, baby. Yeah, man. You, you, man. You're, you're definitely having some fun. And I appreciate you for doing that because it. That's the game now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, Doc's been doing this thing, engaging with y'all, and y'all are digging it. So definitely, yeah, I'm man. loving all the all the comments. I let everybody just let it out. I'm not yeah, damning that's what nobody about. for their that's opinion. The, it's know, fun, man. Definitely, it's the community, man. man. So check out the Who Did It Better series I got going, where I just you know take two different wrestlers with similar moves and uh, let you guys be the judge. Other than that, man, uh, follow me on uh, Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar. Or uh, while you're also there, stay tuned for our boy Rated R. Uh, man, he, he's got man. a project, the Arnold Palmer album. It's coming out. Uh, I believe it's next Thursday. Thursday, same day as we were just talking yeah, about Truth October Fest. 7th, man. Yeah. Exactly, man. Got Mega Ran on there. He got Nerdy Dirty on there. We just did a track with him. That's I know that's going to be coming out pretty soon, man. But definitely check him out. He actually has a verse on, uh, what is it, the uh, the coldest tag team in the game, Jack. Oh, oh man. You talking about the, the Golden Elite? No, I'm talking about Top Flight, baby. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah, he, he do that theme song. He, yeah, on he's A-E-W. doing, yeah, man. You can catch him almost every Wednesday doing yeah. doing this thing for, for uh, AW Music for sure, man. Yeah, but. definitely, man. But other than that, man, you guys already heard all the links where you can find them. I got my shop coming real soon shirts hats stickers yeah man lighters, the whole nine that CDs, merch is fur and of course that two sweet foam finger man you guys know what it is other than that i got three words for them top guys out, out.